I don't care if you've been loving Black Red Dead the movie all night. If you love Smash that like button. Welcome to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, the Dudu's Party, coming to you live and direct from the pizza. Smoke now, fam, with all that dang shit on my left. Your boy, Blue. To quote a famous line I heard this week, they say life is short, but it's the longest life, or it's the longest thing you ever experience. Mm, very nice, very nice. On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choking people out on threes and fours, Kronos. Gaze upon me, ye lowly civilians, and I don't know, praise me or some shit, it's fucking Veterans Day. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday was a Marine Corps birthday, so it was like, bam, bam, get drunk, and maybe probably get drunk again. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works when you're a Marine, because the Marine Corps birthday comes first, and then you can celebrate the veterans. There you go. <laughs> nice. Veterans, sure. Veterans for Yang. Veterans for Yang. I'm still with that dude. Yang gang. <laughs> Very nice. We got uh, no no old ninja. He's uh, out, uh, out there reaping his parole officer or whatever. <laughs> uh, and uh, Stitch might be in the wind. He may show up. We don't fucking know. We're up in here though. You know. How oh yeah, we all. We don't know shit. <laughs> we all real. We on that real CP time. <laughs> yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday. It's a weird week. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, it's Thursday, but yeah, yesterday happened to fall on the Marine Corps birthday, and, uh, you know, last year we did a thing where we did, like, a virtual Marine Corps birthday party thing where I all just got, because it was COVID. I mean, we're still in the COVID times, um, but last year is when we first started doing it, and my, my boy, uh, Laguna, started, like, a, a virtual drinking party, and we had a lot of fun. That's where I met uh, Papa Bear, who, we, who I now mm. podcast with, and uh, we... Uh, I asked if we can do it again. Like, let's uh, have a bunch of other, you know, Marines on and and drink and just have some fun. And last night we had a lot of fun. Papa Bear passed the fuck out. It was great. I saw him going down like the fucking Hindenburg. like the Hindenburg. I saw his his his, his body just kind of flop, and he looked his, his eyes <laughs> were still open, and I could tell he was like questioning his life choices. And I was like, hey, man, wait, 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 you might need some water. What were y'all drinking? <laughs> wait, wait. Did he did he go super blue drunk, uh, or was I, he like ultra instinct drunk? <laughs> well, I I think for him yes because I've I've never heard him curse so much. Because uh. like he started cursing, I was like, oh, he does actually use curse words. And then he like <laughs> and then like I saw like you know the the signs like he was drunk. And we're like, yeah, maybe maybe get some water. And then uh, he got some water, and then he then he got some couching. Oh shit! He went super. He went super. He went super. Papa Bear. I can't, how uh, were you, were y'all drinking the vodka? The, the he was drinking whatever. screwball. Beer? He was drinking. I think when he started his screwball, which I'm gonna hold it up for people that are watching the podcast. Oh, that thing is dangerous. And he, I don't know what he started with. It seemed like it was almost full, and he it was down less. It was like a couple shots left in the bottle, and he was drinking some Damn. too. So yeah, he, he knew what he did to his body. <laughs> See, I was gonna. So yeah, I know on Facebook you posted up the 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 hangout for it. Not hang. What what? It's like Google Meet. Up, meet or something like that, yeah. yeah, I think that's, that's what Google calls it now. Google Meets. And I was gonna join it, but I was, I was like, was I'm not worthy. worthy. Yeah, it's Marine. Marine yeah, I was like, I was not worthy. But I I just, I just want to join it to to drink. I mean, just need, I just needed a reason. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't really I don't really need a reason. We could do like a um like a fan drink right in a while. <laughs> We haven't. The last, the last broadcast I had a bad. I, I was worse than what Papa Bear was on the last mm. one. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> we should do that. We we do should do a uh, drinking event with the with the fans. Yeah, yeah. Just have a day and we just just uh, have a night and we just drink and have fun. 
Uh, well, should we should we record it? Like, should it be like an actual podcast, or should it just be like just shooting the shit? Because I think that might be fun on its own. No, let's just shoot the shit. No, we don't have to record. That way, if there's mistakes, we yeah. some shit talk. To, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you might yeah. have to edit, fix that in post. My... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delete eighty percent of the video of the audio that was recorded. Yeah, the last when I did the thing last night, I was like, should I record this? Um, and I was like, no, nah, I'll just let it go because there was <laughs> with a bunch of Marines, we're gonna say some shit. That is, uh, mm. it's, it's not going to be PC. And even with mm-hmm. me and my new, you know, I don't, I hate to say woke, but at least so, semi-enlightened mind mm-hmm. of like, I try to like not tread on feelings, but, um, there, you know, fuck that. If it's around a bunch of Marines, I'm still going to bullshit. I'll, I'll, I won't say certain things still, but, uh, I will, I will let some certain things go. Um, there was like, there were some words that were used and I was just like, ah, yeah, you know, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. like, not anymore. You know what I mean? So it was a safe, a safe space. Yeah, yeah, definitely a safe space. But we also had like after a while, after we've been drinking, there was a guy that came on. I wrote down his name. I won't say it on here, but he was a really interesting dude. And we started getting to like some philosophical shit of like the Marine Corps mm. and like how people should learn and like the, the dichotomy of like the Marine Corps being like so rigid and like. You know the way we do things but also having the the adage of you know adapt and overcome but it's like you don't adapt and overcome in the marine corps because you have this rigid mindset of like you only do things this way and it's like it's it's really weird and we had a really great conversation I, I need we need to do a podcast on that to like talk about learning in a in adult learning especially and and how we actually teach the the new generation of specifically marines probably like the, the vast majority of the armed forces, but Marines especially because, you know, we're, it's the hardest branch to get into. And I think that the way that we still teach Marines is, is a problem. But that's that's where having Papa Bear is really cool because he literally, that's his job, is to teach Marines. And he's trying to, like, right the ship. And oh, wow. and he he's he's trying his damnedest, but he's hitting, like, all these roadblocks, you know. And and, and he's he's recovered and everything just fine today like you said, uh... <laughs> yeah he's, not gonna he's still alive right yeah yeah <laughs> I, I sent him a message like after he like didn't come back and i was like hey, man you okay and then like early this morning well early my time sort of it was like six something in the morning he's like yeah i'm good i passed on the couch. that makes me think of that makes me think of the last drunk cast because like we were hella drinking and like so the way if, if you missed that episode, that episode of the drunk cast basically you paid for us to drink and uh some people came in hard they're like look just we want you to drink, 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 and I, I literally was on the floor drinking. Like I was, yep. I lay on the fucking floor. I was drunk as fuck. But no, so one of the things too is that I brought back. So I, I made this habanero, uh, vodka, and I took it to. I don't. It was one of our ethnic food nights, and I had a lot of people yelling at me. Well, apparently I still had a couple of shots left, and it was probably like a good, maybe eight, nine years since I made that shit. I was like, all right, I'll drink it and see how it is. And that shit was still spicy as fuck. But yeah, that shit, that shit did your boy in. Yeah. <laughs> and plus all the other drinks. I think Devil Tank, also a Marine, he uh, he had a mission that night, mm-hmm. and it was to yeah, he definitely did. disrupt the podcast. And uh, he, his mission was accomplished that night. <laughs> yeah, because <it was. laughs> I uh, left and did not come back. My, uh, my that's pan- true. Yeah, my, you, uh, that, you, my pancreas weird too. I was I was drunk, obviously, but uh, I was I wasn't drunk enough to like not talk like i still talk you know but my pancreas went on revolt that night and it, it was it and it was because of i had too much of the fucking screwball which also i think yeah yep because there's too much sugar in this um for mm-hmm. me to drink a lot of and my yeah my pancreas was just like hey you're done for the night and you're gonna be screaming in the bathroom 
<laughs> for the next you know hour or so, and that's what I did. And then I, yeah, I, just, I came just... back, come in, and, uh, and shut it down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she did. I, I remember she came out, and I think she she texted me to ask me how everything's done, but I was done too. So she was texting on death ears. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun conversation. Yeah, <laughs> because it was more, yeah. it was like, how do I do this? Pull the plug. I don't know. <laughs> Turn the internet off. I don't fucking know. <laughs> pull, pull the the cable out the wall. Or some shit. God damn. That was um, one. All right, just kind of reminiscing kind of thing too. Like, I can't wait to do like another cigar night. Like, I'm not a big smoker, but cigar nights were a lot of fun with the podcast. Like, outside of like doing like Comic Con stuff like that, cigar night was just was just a chill fucking night. Like, you just hanging out with the boys. The place we went to, um, Aloni's in Fremont. Like, you know, you get to bring your own liquor and just hang around, smoking some great cigars, and just just fucking chilling. It's so uh, that, that place is great. It's so goddamn manly. Smoking yeah, cigars. it, it, it is. Mm. Like, like even if you smoke, if even if you're smoking like a like a fruity cigar, like it, even that just fucking feels dope. dope. Oh, well, <laughs> you know what it feels? Real quick, Colbert elaborated. He did, in fact, drink the entire bottle of Screwball. Shit. So yes, he yeah that that will definitely put uh, most people down. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. But, but um, um the, for, for the, the cigar, cigar lounge, lounge, it feels like a modern day like speakeasy basically yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean like you feel like you got this members you're into this club that's like for members only even though it's it's not quite like that they're welcoming to everybody but you go in there and it's it's well ventilated which is surprising for a cigar lounge yeah. and then you just chill with the guys there's sports on tv there's cards if you want it or you just fucking chill and smoke and it's just one of those events or one of those things that uh, you you never know who's gonna show up, but we, all, we always have a fucking great ass time. I just yeah. I miss those. So, yeah, honestly, plus, we, could, we could do that. I mean, honestly, we could do it in the infinity base. Just hang out, and have well, mm -hmm. actually, fucking prodigy can now. But I have to like figure out a way to ventilate it better. I have windows and yeah. doors, but um, yeah, it'd, it'd be cool to just like hang out and just chill and drink you know drink some whiskey and smoke some smoke some cigars. Hell yeah! Yeah, it'd be uh, she was gonna say um. I saw this thing earlier to make your own like mate Mitch mate makeshift fucking air purifier and basically use like four different um what's the name filters like air filters and you put a fucking box fan on top and it sucks air through all four of the vents all the four of the venters filters yeah. and sucks into the fan and like pur purifies the air yeah. and it's apparently it's like better than anything you can buy in the fucking store wow. which is Holy crazy. Shit. Hey, um, I know uh, Old Ninja usually does like the RIPs and everything. The one, um, and we'll save most of them, I think, for next week because he's he is pretty good at it. That's the one thing we'll give him credit for. But it's Dean Stockwell, right? Um, I gotta pull it up. We're switching gears. It is yes, it is Dean Stockwell. Would yeah, you like me to so, read quantum Because you're on your phone. Would you like me to? Yeah, me... yeah. I, well, I was just gonna really quickly say we all know him, or most of us know him from uh, Quantum Leap way back in the day. And then um, where I got reintroduced to him uh, was on Battlestar Galactica. And he was uh, one of those Cylons. Calvin? I can't remember what number that was. Yeah, I can't remember either. But let, let me... Uh, oh, just, well. I can actually... Uh, go ahead. I can read yeah, go ahead. Ninja types. So usually a Ninja types about like a whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. For IP, so I'll he, read... He does his homework. Words. Yeah, I'll read in his words. So Dean Stockwell... Uh, born Robert Dean Stockwell, who had a seven-year 
I'm sorry, a seven-decade career in Hollywood. He appeared alongside Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly before he was 10 in the 1940s. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, he started out in Broadway along, along with his brother, Guy Stockwell, at the age of seven. By the age of 16, he already had 19 films. He would go on to amass more than 200 God film damn. and television acting credits from 1945 to 2015, as well as occasional stage roles. In 1988, he was nominated for an Oscar performance in Married to the Mob. The next year, he was cast in Quantum Leap, which we, well, most of us know, know him for. Um, older folks, I guess. Um, he would go on to be nominated four times for an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor for his work in Quantum Leap. He would appear in JAG, which is another great show, and portray mm -hmm. uh, John Cavill on Battlestar Galactica. He retired from acting in uh, 2015. Some of uh, his selected Greek credentials are geek credentials, not Greek, geek credentials, included Batman Beyond, A Return of the Joker. He was the voice of Tim Drake. Uh, the Langoliers. I did not know that. The Langoliers, which is like an older kind of, not indie movie, but, you know, most people haven't. I've seen that movie, but most people haven't. Palky uh, thin it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain Planet and the Planeteers. He was the voice of Duke Nukem. Wow. What? That's amazing. Uh, and Quantum Leap. And also Battlestar Galactica. He died of natural causes at the age of 85. Damn. That's fucking crazy. That's way more respectful than <laughs> what we were like just bullshit with but like, yeah he was in quantum leap and uh he was just that guy that had the fucking calculator in his hand and just pushed buttons trying to figure out what the fuck uh what's name the reason why he was there <laughs> we could have done it like the like the black uh, weatherman and uh family guy he did some things and died yeah, <laughs> that's what we but might. God damn it! I, I did fucking love him on Battlestar, man. Yeah. That shit was just impressive. He did this one uh, speech that he was like angry at being made, and he he was like, "I want to be able to see X rays and see gamma rays and cosmic rays and all this other stuff, and I can't because I got this humanoid looking body." And it just he gets <laughs> chills. It's only like yeah. two minutes long. I need to go back and rewatch Battlestar Galactica and, and hopefully get K-Mac into that because, man, this is one of the greatest sci-fi shows of all goddamn time. And I, I say that knowing of all the great sci-fi shows and movies that are out there. But hands down, DSG in, like, the 2000s or whatever, goddamn it was good. You, you know, I've only seen, like, two episodes of Battlestar Galactica. And that's, the, like, the first original cut, like, the... The, the second version that they release. I've seen like a few episodes of that. Like, I would just remember the girl in the red dress. That's the only thing yeah. that keeps popping my head whenever I hear Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. But um, you know, yeah, I think I feel like right. I feel like my Greek Greek my geek card would be taken away if ever I like go to a panel and like oh Battlestar Galactica like that rhymes with this. I'm like I never saw that episode. I'm like boo, you never on the stage. It's gonna be that one girl from Fanime throwing. <laughs> yeah right. Ass. Yeah. Say his name right, goddammit! <laughs> so, wait, wait, quick, quick little thing. So at work, um, there's this program that we use for granting people access, and it's called the All-in-One Tool. Every time I, every time I, <laughs> every time I'm working on it, I'm like, God, I, I constantly keep thinking of this. This chick is haunting my days now. Every time I'm like working on something, so it's it's the All-for-One Tool, and I'm like. God damn it! It's all might, not all might. <laughs> I bet you she goes. I bet you like when she has bad days, she goes to sleep and she's like, you know what? I still <laughs> fuck that dude up in that conversation. <laughs> you know what? If, if she listens to this podcast, if I ever run into her, if we're ever at a panel again, I think every, every next time, every time we do a panel, I'm gonna be like, hey, look, 
we did an anime panel. The, the girl who called me out for Almighty. I need to know who you are. Because I need... <laughs> Damn it. And next week... Whenever we're doing a panel, I'm going to start off with... There was a girl who called me out for calling All Might, Almighty. You know what? I'm going to have a coffee with you. Like, yes. I, want, I want you... I need to... I need closure. <laughs> I need closure. Because you're haunting my fucking dreams. And I need, I need to... I need it to stop. <laughs> Holy shit. I need it to stop. That shit is still funny. That's it is. It is, funny, man. It's not going to get old. It is. I mean, we, we all make mistakes. The fact that even after she told me, I just kept on fucking saying it. Like, Fuck what you heard. It's all money. <laughs> all right, hold on. Oh, I get to the, the normal things we talk about before the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Start us off. Start us off. Is, uh, listener of the week would be, holy shit. All right. Husu. Uh, Husu. I'll say who's who. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, if you listen a bunch on the podcast and you're wondering why you don't get a shout out, I can only give you a shout out um, as like a top listener if you listen through SoundCloud. I'm not saying where to listen. I don't give a fuck where you listen. All your listens matter to me. But I can only see like your username if you listen through SoundCloud. Everything else is just like some great nebulous thing um, that mm-hmm. I can't see. But I def- but I can see that you listen. I just can't tell your name. Um, there you go. So it's fine. And, and actually, the first in the chat will be Papa Bear. He survived. He's good to go. And <laughs> he's first in there. He, he's got a Wolverine-like liver. Shout out to him. All, all Marines. You know, another, <laughs> another another way you can be shot on a podcast, too, is that, um, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Like, we have Ask Be Them With The Eyes. And it's been a while since we had, like, somebody post up a question saying, like, hey, I got a, you know, my wife said that my penis is small what should i do about it like we'll answer any kind of athlete <laughs> question that's appropriate because there is there was one or two that we were like nope nah we ain't fucking with that one and and if that is your question um you know gas station dick pills uh ultra 9000 <laughs> that just makes it harder yeah well you know that, that's all you got you know what I mean? well <laughs> well in that case they, they do make so, things as like a sheath that you can put a, a thing over your dick so, well, yeah. well, that that, that actually brings me up to a question I was gonna talk about that prodigy fucking that posted up the fucking it was like the Baldo. Which one? Oh, I saw that. It was like a you put like a it's like a th- uh, apparatus you put around your balls. So oh yeah. You can, you can uh, fuck a girl in the pussy and the ass with the Baldo in the. No, no so, so yeah. I, I I looked I looked it up and so, so basically what it is it's basically you. So, so apparently your balls, balls are like super sensitive, sensitive and you basically strap on this what ball do you girl. Nobody knows that? You don't know that? Yeah. But, but no, I'm, I'm just saying like okay. your dick, your dick is sensitive, <laughs> but your balls are extra sensitive to stimulation. Yeah, this is based off of the, the company, right? I mean, not, not the company. But like, these are based on facts. Let me finish the story. You can understand what I'm talking about. So like the ball dough goes over your balls and it gives you uh, a second dick, but you don't need to use your original dick to have sex with a female. So you basically, your your, your balls are squished into uh, the dildo, so like your balls are, so when you have, when you stick this dildo into a female's body, your balls are going into her tube, so your balls are getting stimulated from the, inter, the, in, the insertion into her vagina. So like, you get this secondary, like, sensation of having sex and it's i read when i when prodigy posted this up on facebook i was like what the fuck is the fucking balls on i like went to their site 
and I read the article. I was like, what the hell is this? And I, I was like, how the hell does this work? And like, you literally stick your balls into this fucking dildo and you use that dildo to go into the woman's vagina. It's not into her, into her, her, into her ass. That's not how it works. It goes into her vagina and like, apparently your balls are sensitive. So it really, it, it, it will get you off even though your penis isn't erect. And I, like, I've been wanting to ask you this question for like the longest time. So it's been like about a month since you posted this, but what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know where I found it either. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest shit I've ever fucking saw or even heard of. But like on their ad, it's like, oh, you don't even have you don't even have to be hard to get her off or something like that. I was like, wait, what the fuck am I reading? Well, it's, but it's like, it's shit. it's weird. It's fucking weird, man. It's it's one of those things where like you know there's there's taboo things with sexuality that we still have today, and it's very strange. Like people like they think it's funny or just gross or whatever, but it's like. However you want to get off, as long as you're not hurting somebody else. And even sometimes, if you're hurting somebody else, if it's consensual, then it's fine. Because some people like pain. <laughs> so, I, I, I'll add one more thing. I'll add one more thing to that. As long as there are adults involved. Yeah, adults. Yeah, a, a consensual, yeah. Consent, consenting adults. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. But, yeah, so, <laughs> people are just so, so used to, like, this uh, very sort of vanilla take on sorry. sex in general. Go ahead, Blue. So I just went to the website real quick just to make sure I I was reading what I read. So there's three steps to to using the the ball dough. You can look this up too. It's, it's balldough.com. So the first step is to shave your balls and <laughs> to lube them up. Second is that you strap your ball dough over your balls. And then step three is stretch over the spacer ring. Insert your partner. Insert into your partner. Like those are the three steps on how to use the nits. There you go. Oh, first yeah. step, you yeah, get a box. Second step, you cut a hole in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, sorry, it's an SNL thing, the dick in the box. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I've been, I've been like, wanted to bring it up for like the longest time, but yeah. No, Baldo. Baldo. <laughs> it, it's, in case you don't, in case Viagra doesn't work. Use your balls. Um, where did you want to go first, Kronos? Oh, shit, let me where look at the... Where do you go the, from uh, there, man? That, that was... Uh, interesting the there was a, let's talk about a hell of a segue you want to do the, the harder they fall or yeah because yeah. god damn all right this episode wait project have you finished it I, I haven't finished the whole thing but please go ahead i like it so oh, far i'm man. like over halfway through so I, we're probably gonna call this episode black excellence mm-hmm. because this yes. movie was so fucking good i'm just saying um let me just make sure i can write and that i i hate westerns I, I'm not a huge fan of Western movies, but this one, man, it should have me fucking in my chair, just planted. Yeah, even uh, you know, uh, K Mac was really enjoying it as well. But she, she's also, it's <laughs> how do I put this? She's not biased, but she's been like totally like awakened into like issues and like not. And she's she she's way more receptive on seeing um, black culture now than she was. Like she's watching a. Uh, what is that show? It's on Netflix. She loves it. I think it's Dear White People. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, I don't even watch it. And she, she's like, I think she's almost caught up to like everything. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, like, I'm glad you like it. But I, I've never watched a single episode. I mean, she fucking loves that show. <laughs> like, she, she goes above beyond to like educate herself on, on issues that that That's now good. can directly affect her because of me and, uh, and her daughter. So anyway, 
we're watching this. <laughs> we both loved the show. Like, first of all, the, the the cinematography was so well done. Like the the sh the shots they were using, the the setup on the scenes, the, the the dialogue they were using. All the actors did a fucking fantastic job. The the throwbacks, the Easter eggs to to black culture were so good. And the fact that they tell you right mm -hmm. in the beginning that these are based upon real people, but these are not real events. Mm -hmm. And so I had to watch a yeah. YouTube video, like, well, who the fuck were these people? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and they're, the, yes, they are all real people. And yes, they might have embellished upon some of their stuff, but some of the times they, they didn't embellish enough on, like, yeah. what they did. Uh, like, Stagecoach Mary, like, they, they can do it, basically, they can do an entire movie, probably series, or at least, you know, <laughs> uh, TV show series on every single character in the movie and, and they exactly. get watchable so yeah I, yeah I i i loved it um what'd you guys think uh yeah just piggybacking on that uh and again i haven't finished the whole thing but um uh delroy lindo plays uh the uh the marshal from um oh yeah the, uh, what was it from the watchman show remember he, what was his name in this one though uh God, I'm, I'm blanking on the name He's the marshal, though. Yeah, yeah. The famous uh, homeboy from uh, Gone to Six Seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, the same guy. But anyway, he's a famous U.S. marshal. Carlos uh, is looking it up. Yeah. Um, um, so Delroy Lindo, he was a ba uh, Boss Reeves. That's yeah, Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, badass. Really great to see that. We saw a little mm -hmm. bit of that in, I think, the watch uh, HBO's Watchmen, um, like... I don't know, 2019, 2020, whatever it was. But it was just fun to see that. You see Stagecoach Mary. You got some other characters that I'm like kind of a little bit familiar with or I've heard of, but I've always mm -hmm. been like um, disappointed that we never got to see very many of them on screen. Yeah. But this kind of puts it all together. It sounds like you also, at least in the beginning, have some like uh, reggae <laughs> soundtrack stuff that's kind of made into some hip and some hip hop mix with it. And you, you get that with the Wild West. And I, I don't know. It just it seems to work, and it has a whole lot of fucking style. You got Idris in it. You got, um, uh, obviously, Delroy Lindo. And then you have... Uh, Jonathan Ma Majors. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Majors, who's just doing it. Zazzy Beats. You know, you got a Gina whole King. Gina King. Stanfield. It was like, really... God damn. There was so many good actors. You got so many people. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, God. So for, so for me, like, man, I what? So uh, it's funny because uh, there was a there's a thing that uh, Prodigy's um, baby mama had said that like where she thinks that butter like uh, fireflies are imaginary things. Like she never like no, she doesn't believe that they're real just because she never seen one. And I feel that's how that's how it is with westerns. Like westerns are just a made up fucking cultures. But like this fucking franchise, like the, <laughs> this movie was fucking great. Like it just. Because usually with like with a lot of black movies, there's like a it's kind of like a stereotype. Like um, mm -hmm. what is it? What is what are what's like a I can't remember what it's black called, but like a black movie is called black like um, yeah, black like there's like black exploitation movies and stuff like that. But this this one had like a fresh feel to it. Like you know we had fucking badass characters and like there was no there was like no real mention about like slavery and stuff like that. Like this was just fucking badass fucking people there getting was shit no fucking N-word. That was kind of cool. There was no N-word. Yes. I fucking loved it. They, they I think... almost in the beginning they said it and they handled it excellently. Yes. 
I think I think that's what it was. The N word was not fucking thrown around. Like we got, what if he said nincompoop? poop? <laughs> and yeah, I was like, that was fucking <laughs> classic. Well, but no, like, that, okay. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say really quick shout out to uh, Angela. No, I want to say Angela Davis. God damn it. Um, what's her What's her name? From Watchmen. God damn it. I'm fucking up with names today. Regina oh, King. Think. Jesus yeah, Christ. I oh, Regina King. Earlier, I like, yeah. What? yeah Re- so Regina King did a brief shout out to yes. uh, Denzel playing Malcolm X in the Spike Lee movie from the 90s. And I caught it the first time they did it. And I was like, oh, shit. I, you know, I hadn't thought about that scene when he di- does the point with the glove on it. Um, uh, when, uh, uh, you know, one of the Muslims is in jail or whatever. Um, oh, no, he was uh, and, in the hospital. Yeah, and he was like, hospital, badly right. injured. And if he was going to die, there was yeah, some shit going to go down. I, but I hadn't thought about that specific scene in, I don't know, 10, 15 years or something. But as soon as I saw her do it, I was like, oh, shit. That's a wink and a nod right there. It's a little Easter mm-hmm. egg. It was cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, go going back to the cast, like, like, uh, dude, it was, I don't know. It was this this movie was just so many, so much fun because you have their your badasses and you have like the 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 one like the first the one guy I think about is the guy who was like, oh, I'm the fastest gunman in the West. Like he was super fucking bragging, blah blah blah, and uh, he got to meet the guy who was a badass at being fast too, and you know, she just didn't work out. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I don't know. Overall, this shit was just, it was fun from the beginning to the end. Like, I, from the trailers, I had the impression that Eater's Alba was going to be, like, the good guy. Like, he, they were going to rescue him, and he's going to be kind of like um, like Django. He's going to be like Django and Chain. He's going to change things. But it turns out he was a fucking villain. Like, he was a bad mm-hmm. fucking guy. And the giant fucking twist at the end, like, once it got closer to the end, I was like, oh, shit. I know what the fuck is going to happen now. And I was like, okay. I understand everything that fucking happened. Um... But yeah, man, it's just, this this shit was a lot of fucking fun. Like the girl fight between uh, Zazzy and Regina was a lot of fun, and like Regina character had a fucking backstory, which was fucking cool. I was like, it's I don't know, this 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 really felt really good. And plus, I mean, we're gonna talk about it eventually, but like the nods to uh, Chad Bowen, Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. Like I don't know, Netflix they did a really good job with this with this, and I hope. They kind of do like a little side stories with the other characters because I think that'd be kind of fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. This is. I, Go ahead. I was just gonna say really quickly. I did see some rumblings, and again, I haven't completely finished it like everybody else on the show. I saw some rumblings, so and and I I take everything with a grain of salt. I know there's some truth to this. There's very few photos, but so, uh, stagecoach Mary was supposed to be a really dark skinned woman. Uh, obviously, Zazzy plays her in this. Some people are going to you know, have issues with that, and I get it, with colorism yeah. and all of that. I get it to a certain extent. But I'm going to tell you, as Prodigy on this show, I'm never going to have a problem with Zazzy Beats, so she's so goddamn fine. I just love her and everything. <laughs> I just do. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. They, they talk about you know the colorism thing, but also Stagecoach Mary, like when she was like an actual badass, she was old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't some young lady. She became a badass yep. in like her 60s. And that's when she was yeah. like shooting motherfuckers, protecting the um, uh, post office trains. And mm-hmm. th- th- that's why I say, you know, they, they, like it's cool that they did this and they said these are real characters, but all these characters could literally have series of their own, or at least documentaries. Because, like, the guy, yep. uh, Rufus Buck, he was a real piece of shit. Like, way worse <laughs> than the movie. He wasn't, he wasn't mm-hmm. somebody's brother that was altruistic. No, no, he was out robbing, killing, raping motherfuckers. 
So, yeah. Yep. Well, kind of jump back with the whole colorism thing, because I remember, um, uh, what's her name? The girl who played uh, Gamora in Garden of the Galaxy, because she was going to play some some famous black actress. N- in, like... Nina Simone, and she did do it. Yes. Oh, she did do it? Yeah, so I was okay. just talking... I was talking to Mishka about this literally tonight. That movie must have been in like three art house theaters for like one weekend only. Cause like it, it came and went so goddamn quickly. I don't um, remember it coming out. Bombed. Oh, it did? Oh shit. Yeah. So I just remember that story like, oh, why is she playing this character? She isn't dark enough to be such and such. And it's like, fuck, man. Like that's that's just like the work. The craft of this stuff because I think with uh, Zazie, she had posted up recently saying that like she's gone through her life where she was like questioning, is she black enough? And it's like, oh, Yo, girl, your your hair speak for itself because your hair is it's just out of control. <laughs> but it's the only, amazing. The only thing that I would say is distinctive when it comes to um, uh, God, I want to call her Gamora, but obviously that's disrespectful because she's been in so many things. But mm. um, playing Nina was. She had like prosthetic uh, nose, mouth, um, mm. like darkening of her skin. On like she looked a mess in the still photos. Mm. Like they did a lot. It wasn't like they just hey, you just do it, you know, as as yourself. She put on a lot of. She almost looked as different as Colin Farrell looks in the the Batman. <laughs> in terms of, <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Like it was a there was a lot to it in the batman colin farrell looks so bad he looks like a different a totally different actor he does. <laughs> yeah but you know it's weird that we, we live in this age to where we can we can claim colorism for black people you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like it, yeah it's, I, I like i get it but at the same time it's like fuck man really like yeah. it's hard enough for these actors to get any sort of acting work, any sort of serious acting work at all. And yeah, yep. I understand that the people that are probably making these movies, that the the production studios are not sensitive enough to uh, portray the characters that, that they're trying to portray because they obviously they're they're, prob- they're probably mostly white people and they they don't care. Like we just need somebody that we think is a good actor. We don't care about you know how melanated they are. But at the same time, it's like they're still black and they still need work and they're still not getting the same amount of work as like a white actor, you know, and, and, and these actors are not doing like, you know, the last samurai. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. Well, one other quick point, just historically, never forget that like Malcolm X was super light skinned with light red hair. That's why they called him, you know, Malcolm and- red or whatever. Denzel's way darker than him and did a phenomenal job in that role and doesn't have red hair or whatever. Like, they, they dyed his hair a little bit and they let Denzel rock it out and he did one of the best jobs we've ever seen in the, you know, in the 90s or whatever playing a historical figure. So... I am Adam X. <laughs> just just put that into the into the conversation. But yeah, harder they fall, harder they fall. I'm going to finish it probably tomorrow incredible so far i'm just i'm really impressed i thought this one was fun and i can't wait to watch it i would have watched it tonight we cast him god damn it yeah sorry, <laughs> i mean we had, we had no worries we had to do things no worries yeah I don't... you know i'm looking so i was looking at um at zoe's uh that that zazie beats 
Uh, why can't I guess your name? Zadel? Zadel? Oh, so sorry. No, I think uh, I think the prosthetics and stuff looks decent on her for like for Nia Simone, but and I gotta watch. These are just still shots. They probably looks a lot worse. No, no, no. Gamora. I'm talking about Gamora. Okay, that's not. Zoe Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Saldana. Oh my God! What the fuck? Yeah. Hold on. You. Okay. Anyway, your wife. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, last names, you can't say anything, like, near Spanish, bro? <laughs> like, well, no, like, because I was looking at her name, and it, it's S-A-L, so I'm thinking Sal, and I'm like, Dana, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it took, it took me, my, my English and my Spanish and stuff was getting all kind of confused. I was like, wait, how come I can't say her fucking last name? But yeah, I don't know. Well, for the still shot, she looks decent, but, you know, I, you gotta watch the movie and see, like, really judge it for the but. Somewhere in San Jose, there's a woman who's a My Hero Academia fan getting her chair ready to throw <laughs> yeah. everything. She's sharpening knives. Hey, so not She's sharpening <laughs> knives. Holy shit, I'm looking at the picture. Goddamn, yes, they definitely did darken her up. A lot. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, she yeah. doesn't... I mean, it's her, but... Yeah, the picture <laughs> I'm looking at, it yeah, it doesn't... That's that's weird. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's... It... But, yeah, I mean, they, they I could have. They could have definitely gotten somebody that was that was just. Dark. I I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, give her work because she's also black and she goes through the same struggle that we all that we all go through. So. And she's a she's an amazing actress, but this this should have gone to a uh, homegirl from uh, Suicide Sky Squad. Uh, the the place uh, Wallers. Oh, oh yeah, that could. That could have worked. Yeah, that could have worked. That would have worked. That would have been damn near fucking perfect. But you know, Zoe, she's she's a great actress, and she fucking brings it every every role she plays. So look, I I, I like Zoe a lot. Uh, you know, I and, really and do. She, she's she's got that nerd cred too. So she's and she's hot as hell. But oh yeah. damn, there's somebody else. Hold on, this woman looks almost would look very passing as her young. I'm trying to figure out her name, but uh, there's two. I'm seeing a picture of Nina Simone and this other melanated actress, but I don't know her fucking name. Uh, is, is it old girl from uh, uh, American Gods? I, I I don't fucking know. It just has the side by side shots and no goddamn words that matter. This is so okay. fucking. Why, why, why the fuck you do that? Why you do that, internet? Like this, this is perfect, <laughs> but I have no uh, no words. And also, somebody had a crazy eyes as being her too. Actually, the, the nose would be perfect for for her. There you go. The actress that played crazy, I forget her name. Hey, it, uh, it, it is what it is. What is she from Friday? The, the girl that plays Crazy Eyes? Or is that... No, no, she was in um, Secret Life of the Bees. Goddamn. We're all over the place. Uh, Su- yeah, Suzanne, yeah, uh, right Suzanne Warner is her name in the show. Uza Odoba. Is, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was really good. She's really good. Do, now, do, you guys may have touched upon this last week. I couldn't connect or whatever uh, so, on some technical bullshit, but um, right. Our, <laughs> no, I kept trying. I kept trying for like forty minutes. That shit was frustrating. Um, but did you guys touch on Army of Thieves at all? No, I didn't watch it. Uh, Blue, no, did you didn't. watch it at all? Army. That's the that's the prequel to uh, Army of Darkness, right? Army, Army of the Darkness. Dead. Army of the Dead. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't get to watch it. I will say this, even if you didn't see Army of the Dead, check this one out, because old girl, uh, 
not Missouri. I want to say Missouri. Masanti? Masanti from uh, Game of Thrones? Holy shit. If you thought she was at least cute or kind of hot in Game of Thrones, you ain't seen shit. She bad as fuck in this one. Army of Thieves. And it's all about like this, uh, the world's greatest safe cracker and they're doing some heist stuff. It's it's kind of Ocean's Eleven meets zombie oh, apocalypse. Nat- Natalie Emmanuel. Yes, she is. A, yeah. Some. Uh, she yeah. brings she's, she's, it. She's pretty fun. Yeah. She's in Bond. Was she in the last James Bond movie? Right. I didn't see the the, the last Daniel Craig one. Oh no! So she was in Fast Nine. Or oh, okay. Yeah, she was in Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's what it was. But yeah. But uh, it's impressive. She. Yeah, she's she's bad as hell. Like if they did a uh, Fresh Prince remake, like she should pay um, Hillary. She should pay uh, Hillary for sure, hands down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it. She's, and she's I, in fine. fact, they, they are doing a Fresh Prince remake. <laughs> yeah, saw. they are, but she's not in it. <laughs> I, I, I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have the director just... read the recaster. Yeah, just just staying with like Netflix movies. I I saw that one the week prior, and I was like, huh, okay, I like this ice movie. It fits in well, and oh, this girl is fine as fuck. Like you thought she was fine already, and you see her in this, and you're just like, oh, I underestimated her fineness because <laughs> she just fucking brings it up the but whole fucking movie. She acted good as well, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> she acted fine. Yeah, she acted finely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. I, I definitely, I'll try to check it out um, someday. I started watching Arcane. <laughs> did, did you watch Arcane? Not yet. Not yet. Good, but talk about it. Talk oh, about. Oh man. Okay, so I only watched one episode, and the artwork is fucking amazing. Oh my god. Ooh. Ooh. It's like literally, it's like watching a comic book come to life. And when I say that, <laughs> it's like better than. Um, not the themes of uh, Into the Spider-Verse, but as far as like the actual, the way a comic looks, it looks better mm. than Into the Spider-Verse. But it doesn't have the same like artistic uh, expression as Into the Spider-Verse, because so it, it's not based on a comic. So it doesn't have like the cell shading and like the comic fucking things over the heads and shit like that, you know. But... So, what, what's crazy, when I, when I watched it, I was like... Yo, this feels like a fucking video game. Like the the, it felt like it is a- like the cutscenes from a fucking video game. But then like I looked it up because when you're watching the opening credits, it says uh, Riot Games. I'm like Riot Games. Like holy shit, that's that's a gaming company. Like what the fuck they they're making a fucking TV show or a TV series? And I was like, oh shit, this is actually like a sequel to their or a precursor to their video game. Yeah, it's like one of the uh, it's a it's an esports game. It's like one of the most popular ones that's out there. I've never played the game. But I know it's in the esports realm, and it's uh, it's actually sort of started like a whole genre. Of, uh, it, yeah, yeah. We 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 got a name drop because this was this one is big though. It's League of Legends. Yeah, League of Legends. Yes, it's League of Legends. Yeah. And this is if you if you watch a, video, a YouTube video about tech or something like that, somebody's sponsored by League of Legends, and they're always talking about that fucking mobile app. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you you know they're big. I I don't you know everybody knows me. I don't I don't play pc games um but i've watched this one and the best um like opening to that world is actually they have a netflix documentary all about league of legends that kind of made me aware of just how fucking huge it is worldwide of course south korea goes crazy for it and a whole bunch of other places but 
it's it's a big fucking deal and there's a lot of things that happen on the screen, a lot of bright colors and a lot of wacky zany characters, but I'm I'm down to watch this just based on the fact that it's wildly popular. Like you think Overwatch is popular or whatever. <laughs> Th- this one's big time. It's big time shit. Go ahead. Yeah, it was uh it, it's really it was really interesting like the just the first episode of like they're really paying attention to like how to like really tell a story and like building up stuff. So you're like really learning about the characters in the very first episode and like seeing that they're like basically thieves and mm-hmm. like in a sort of steampunky ish era with like kind of mat sort of magic, sort of not. It uh I don't know. I, I was just I was immediately invested in in the whole thing and then like when I was, I thought I was just gonna watch it alone. Because me and Kim like, we don't watch all shows together. And so she saw like the preview of it. She's like, "Oh, what's this?" I was like, "Oh, it's a show you probably don't want to watch." She's like, "What do you mean? I don't want to watch this." I was like, "Well, you don't usually watch it like this." Like, well, we, we can watch. It she together. was like, "I'll show you." Yeah. So we watched it. and She liked it, and I was like, "All right, cool." So we're gonna we're gonna watch this. Like, this is gonna be the new show. So like, nice. and if you say you know you need a pass on it, I'm just gonna keep watching it on my own. So <laughs> like, every couple does that. I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's I mean, like, well. There every, are those shows every, that you watch so oh, Every healthy couple does this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's funny, bringing that up real quick. The, the Swedish started watching the, the TV series uh, You on Netflix. And, like, mm-hmm. the first... I, I like She was watching it. I just happened to walk by. I was like, what the fuck? This guy's, like, totally stalking his chick. I'm like, this is a dumb fucking show. Fucking hooked. I watched <laughs> season one, season two, season three. That just fucking dropped. Like, yeah, just, just, just. There's shows on you on on Netflix that are that way. But yeah, like the the for this show, Arc Arc Arcadia. Okay. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. She gonna get that chair again. She's sharpening them knives, boo. Yeah, she is, man. <laughs> she she's just waiting the next time we do a fucking panel to call me out on my shit. But uh, no, like watching the show, like I don't know, just. Like uh, Kronos had mentioned, like the animation is like that. Like the animation is is definitely something that's refreshing. It's really clean and cut. It definitely have that like that video game feel to it. But like it starts off with two girls going to their city that's one been cup? fucking just two girls one cup. Huh? <laughs> no, no. It's two two girls one two girls one town. <laughs> no, but yeah, they go they go into their their city and just their fucking whole entire village is fucking just destroyed and. There's this guy who's just fucking pommeling a, a dude, and he looks at the girl. Wait, he's pommeling him. What kind of gay porn yeah. you watching? Hey man, I'm just I'm just telling you how the show works. Did he use the ball though? Though. No, he had a. Uh, he was two fists in it. Two girls, one cup. Yeah. <laughs> two dudes, one ass whooping. Yeah, basically. But the guy was like, the the two girls were like, you know, like you know, where's our mom? Where's her mom? And like the guy like looks over to the shadow and you see the fucking smoke just fade away and the fucking parents just dead. And that's when the guy was like, had a change of heart. Like, what the fuck am I doing? And he like drops his fucking two fucking like gauntlets or something, whatever he had in his on his fucking fist, and took this girl in and like I braced him as his own. He used the fist and brought the girl in. Hey, (laughs) and then he took him to a blackout. See now, here's me, and my four other friends, and what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> Unzip stick. <laughs> but what's the rating on this show? Is it PG thirteen or is it? I think it's thirteen. Or it's probably, it's probably PG. There was no like real. There was violence, but no no blood. Yeah. So there's no blood, no cursing. As... Probably PG. Yeah. As as far as anime shows go, like how does that rank for you, 
Cronus, like, because then we got, we got Voltron, fucking Massive Universe, we got Castlevania. We, Netflix got some really great fucking animated series. They like, do. But so I'm going like, to have to. Exclusive. Uh, when we talk about, like, you know, shows like of those calibers, I talk about, like, the original episodes. And so when it comes down to the original episodes, this is definitely better than Voltron. For the original episode, not yeah. the entire series. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the entire series was fantastic, but the original episodes um, wasn't great. They had me invested, but it wasn't great. Um, it was better than the first episode of He-Man. Um, now, He-Man. Yeah, Master of the Universe. Master of the Universe. <laughs> um, it's up there with Master of the Universe, because the first episode of Master of the Universe was really good. Um, it's, up, it's at least up there with that caliber of show. But it's also... Right. Like I feel like it's drawing us, like it's doing a better storytelling job, because mm. it doesn't start off with like some crazy amazing fight sequence. There is some cool shit in the first episode, but it it tries to get you invested into the story of the characters first before showing you like all the cool shit. So on that aspect, like I, yeah, I think it's up there with like the the greatest of, of Netflix animated shows for me personally. Did, did you did you both finish that last season of Castlevania? No, no. Yes. Is okay. that when, uh, yeah, yeah, I finished it, yeah. Okay. There's a fucking thing that happened at the end. Yeah, I just, I, I will I will say for me, and I haven't seen Arcane yet, I will, maybe even I'll watch an episode tonight. Um, that show, it started off great, and for me it got even better. And like, it, it went to masterpiece in the... Yeah. In, especially in that last season. Well, yeah, but... that's, that's, that's I was comparing the first episodes to first yeah. episode. So when it comes yeah. to like, you know, how good was the first episode of this show? Because yeah, I mean, there's certain shows that they definitely got better. Like that's why I said Voltron. Voltron, mm -hmm. you know, was definitely a superior show to, as a whole, to Arcane. But also, Arcane isn't finished, so I can't say. Yeah. But if I compare first yeah. episode to first episode, Arcane's got to beat for now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely down to see it. I, I've heard nothing but really good buzz about it, man. What, what? One thing that's crazy with Netflix shows is that it's always kind of it's either word of mouth or when you log into Netflix, it's like, oh, this show is trending. Like that's how that's that's what gets you hooked. So I guess Netflix know that like I'm into animated shows. So this show came up. I was like, what the fuck is this show? And I started watching it because I mean, you guys had talked about it in the chat, and I looked it up. I was like, oh. That's what I thought was Riot Games. I'm like, oh shit, this is Riot Games. Let me see if this is like, you know, something new for them. And they're like, oh, this is tied into the League of Legends. I was like, oh shit, this is just a, a game backstory. But it's it's just great so far. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, and they also did um, Dragon's Dogma, um, which was okay-ish. And there was one other one from a game that I saw that, I, of course, I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was animated, and it kind of looked a little Voltron-like. So they're 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 doing it, you know. They're trying. Um, you know who I wish would partner with Netflix and do a fucking a great animated series hmm. is as uh, fucking um, oh, got it. The name just totally slipped my mind. Uh, not Rockstar. Fuck the guys who did the the Telltale games. They didn't do a fucking uh, Batman one because they did with uh, Carmen Sandia. They did the choose kind of a choose your own adventure like interactive yeah. thing. And if they somehow are able to pull like the Telltale games into Netflix, I mean, the 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 whole fighting scenes and something like that, like yeah, that's all fun and games, but like you know, choosing how Batman reacts to certain things, that's kind of the 
the meat and the bread and butter of those fucking games, to be honest. Yeah. And to see if Netflix was to pick that up, I'll probably watch that shit. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably try to unlock every different avenue, kind of how what they did with um, was it? It was an episode of Black Mirror, right, where they had like the the different stories that you can choose your own adventure, right? Was it Black? Was it Black Mirror on Netflix? The one that had the guy who's going to be playing uh, the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the Golden. Star Lord. Oh, not Star Lord. The the no the guy from the go the Golden People because he played like a game developer in Black Mirror. Yeah, he's going to be playing Adam Warlock, but he was in that Black Mirror. I, I'll look it up real quick because it was like, I was like probably a couple of years ago they had this, like this was a choose like literally like. You wake like the guy, oh, the kid wake up. Boulder, Boulder Dash, Boulder yeah, Dash, that yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. And if, if they can somehow pull that together with fucking um, with the Batman Telltale games, I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll be hooked. I'll watch that shit over and over again. That that would be number one. That would be Kokomo, just because I'll be watching it so god so many times. <laughs> oh, sorry, not Kokomo, Kokomillion. I I would be down for all of that. Uh, you're right, Blue. But the one I'd still love to see, and even though they're doing a live-action movie, man, it's time for some Metal Gear anime. Like, it's been time for a long yeah. time already. Honestly, there's... Mm-hmm. I don't know. So this is the problem. We're talking about Metal Gear right now. is because, you know, Hideo Kojima-san is mm-hmm. no longer with uh, yeah. Konami. So I think there's going to be yep. a serious issue with... So when, when we talk about Metal the Gear vacuum. in like any sort of fashion, it needs to be Hideo Kojima. There, yep. needs, there needs to be fucking movies. Like, honestly, I don't know why... Well, I, I know he aspired to be a filmmaker, but he mm-hmm. needs to be a fucking filmmaker. I, I don't care yep. how it happens, but he, he the stories that he writes are basically films, and they need to be made on, on film. And the, the fact that he left, you know, you know, Konami, I hope it doesn't fuck up... Uh, Metal, the Metal Gear series, and obviously, sort of already has because we there's, there's, nobody's even talking about the next one. Yep. So we 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 have Metal Gear Survive, but it's not really like a Metal Gear type <laughs> game. So well, never forget, even though Five was brilliant, it just it, it was definitely brilliant. It wasn't completed to the satisfaction of Hideo, yeah. like that. There were additional stages that you know he wanted to enter uh, enter into there. But he kept having those fights with Konami, and they were being dicks with him. You know what I mean? And so I feel like there was probably a good 20 to 30% of that game that got left on the editing room floor or is still in his head that never came out, which is a shame, even though it was, it was still almost a masterpiece, or basically a masterpiece. Yeah, if, if, you ever play, if you've ever played a, a Metal Gear Solid or a Metal Gear game, I'll, I'll just say Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. I mean, because most people have never played the original Metal Gear. I have because mm-hmm. I was alive and playing games at the time. <laughs> it was but, good. Yeah, they they were good. Um, but if you play like Metal Gear Solid, like the PS, you know, PS One version of the game, and you go from there up, these are like literally love letters to America, mm-hmm. and like Amer- and especially American cinema. And if, and if you don't see that while playing the game, like you're kind of missing something. And yep. uh, the fact that we haven't had this guy being able to write like an American, um, st- like an American movie, is, is just—it's a disservice to like just media in general, like the way we consume things. I, I hope someday that he, that he does it. Even if it's not Metal Gear, you know, he had uh, 
he started uh, Jesus Christ, the game. Uh, what the fuck is the, the latest? Death game? Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding, which I love, but I know people didn't like it um, because of the. I need know, to play it. it. It's like you need to play. I think most people that don't like it, they never got past like the. I think the the first two acts. Because I think it's okay. Act Three is where it's actually really right? good. But just like just speed run through the first like two acts, and then you'll be fine. Um, okay. And now it's like it's way easier. Well, to play. The, the, the definitive edition makes it much easier to play for most people. Um, but yeah, it, even with that game, like it's still a world that I'd be interested in seeing, like a, a show or a movie with. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. Well, but like, like with um, talking about. Uh, the creator of uh, Better Girl Solid, like the reason why it, it'll be hard for him to make. I mean, he should be able to make to direct a, a movie on uh, on Snake, but like you know, with our former president, when uh, Parasite won Best Movie of the Year, <laughs> and this and this mofo was like, "How come a foreign film won Best Movie of the Year?" And it's like, "You small dick motherfucker, let's sit your ass down. You don't have you have no idea of what makes a good fucking movie. Just just shut the fuck up." No, I mean, and I just feel like. Good. No, I just feel like you know some of America just isn't ready for that. But then again, if you look at like uh, uh, Demon Slayer, like yep. animated series did fucking well in America. Like it made buku money, and a lot of other foreign movies made buku money here in America. Yeah, yeah people are just here for here fucking for it. Well, I think it's like, like he needs to find a suit that will back him up. America is definitely, at least a portion, a good portion of America is definitely hungry for uh, foreign cinema and even like a different take on, on entertainment in America. Like, I introduced my my daughter, my youngest daughter. She's four, almost five. She turns five this month. But I introduced her to Baby Metal, like nice. Holy shit, she fucking loves that shit. And the first thing, like. She asked me, it's like, Daddy, what like what are they saying? But she like she, she seemed to like it. Like the the fox thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, how, how do they do the fox thing in like the thing? Like... It's, it's almost like the metal sign, but like you put your yeah. like, two middle fingers yeah, yeah. together and the quiet coyote name. symbol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably you know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> she immediately wanted to know and I was like, we're listening to it and I was like she's like, Daddy, I don't understand what they're saying. I was like, Oh, they're speaking Japanese. And they, they have some songs, song, some songs in English. I was like, here, I'll, we'll listen to a song in English. And so we listened to, like, the one that's in English, the first English song. And then uh, we got home, and I was like, hey, you know, do you want to see these? Like, you want to see the videos? So the videos are cool. Because I told her, like, they were little girls that, did the, that were singing the, the music, singing the song. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, like, like, let's watch it. So we watched it. It's like, oh, and then now she's, like, literally learning the dances and shit like that. Nice. And she's asking me, like, yes. what, what does Seiya Soya mean? What does Os mean? I'm just like... I know what Ose means only because I do jiu-jitsu. And I used to know what Seiya Soya means, but there are two words that don't have direct translations in English. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, Seiya Soya is like kind of like do your best, sort of. It's like, mm-hmm. doing, like doing your best. And then Ose is sort of like saying yes, or, or at least an acknowledgement of like what somebody says. But it's kind of like a vulgar way to like acknowledge somebody. Like you wouldn't say Ose to like somebody that you didn't know or like a superior. Yeah. So, it's, so like me trying to like it's like slaying almost. Sort of, yeah. So it's like me like trying kind to explain of. these like kind of abstract concepts like a four year old, but she seems to, like sort of get it. But she's like she's been listening to, like baby metal like nonstop. But these cultural, you know, things are important that our kids are uh, exposed to. 
of like seeing like some yep. other culture and even like baby metal and stuff like that like they're still like metal was not created in japan you know what <laughs> i mean so they're still like throwbacks to other cultures that they reinvent and they put back out in their own form that's really yeah. cool but but if you don't if you're not willing to open your mind up to these things like you're missing a whole thing of like how much uh these other cultures like really appreciate at least portions of the american culture and like their interpretation yeah, like of it, a, you know yeah and and the cool thing too is uh and, and obviously blue you're gonna keep on experiencing this and you probably are experiencing it it's just as a parent you never know what the fuck your kids are going to gravitate towards. You just have to expose them to new stuff and see what happens. And sometimes shit clicks and you're just, you're surprised and caught off guard. Like my kids started getting crazy into my hero academia lately. <laughs> and then my, my daughter loves, even though it's the unofficial version, but the Doom Eternal soundtrack, you put that on, oh, and man. she's just fucking in heaven. <laughs> I love it. Mick it's... fucking Gordon is the dude. I have no idea why I cannot buy the Doom Eternal soundtrack any goddamn where. It's I know. so fucking disappointing. Like the official? Yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to go on YouTube to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. You, you cannot buy... I, motherfucker, at this point, I'll be willing to pay $100. $100 yeah. to buy the fucking soundtrack. Because it gets you so goddamn hyped up. And then, like, I love the, they, they do a little voiceover work or whatever, where they were, like, you know, talking about the lore in the dark ages of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. The Doom Slayer was ripping and tearing. And my, my, my little seven-year-old just gets hyped up. It's like, Daddy, rip and tear, rip and tear. You know, it's kind of kind of kind of jump back to the cold cultural thing, too. Like, you know, there's been a giant fucking leap with music because, like, we have, like, like beats. It's always, every time I think of BTS, I'm like, we made them big. Like, it's us. We, yeah, we it, reacted it to us. them. It then us. it became big. It, it was, it was, it was us that made BTS <laughs> big. But, like, it definitely isn't us. But, like, you know, just, you know, K pop, like, it's, I feel like it's, it's grown, like, over the years. It's been, like, a huge fucking trend in America. And even, like, um, there's been a uh, homegirl from, uh, what's her name? Uh, something. The girl from the group something pink, uh, I can't remember her name. Blackpink? But she, yeah, Blackpink. Like, she's, I don't know how, why did I remember that? But, uh, yeah, Blackpink. Like, there's a girl from Blackpink who crossed over to America genre, and she has, like, a number one hit song out right now. And it's like, holy shit. Like, I was watching a video. I was like, wait, is that a girl from Blackpink? I looked her up, like, oh, shit, she is from Blackpink. Like, you know, when it comes to, like, movies and pop culture and stuff like that, you know, a lot of people nowadays just so fucking open-minded. Like we we need to have Kashima do a Metal Gear Solid, a Metal Gear with Snake. Even he can have Quiet in there. If he have Quiet, in there, he might be controversy. But we need we need we need that movie. If we if we could have Pamela Anderson in goddamn Baywatch, we can have Quiet with big ass titties in, uh, <laughs> in Metal Gear Solid. I'm just saying, stop stop it, America, stop it. I love the people who never played Metal Gear Solid Five, who complain, who looked at what Quiet looked like, and like started complaining it instantly, knowing shit on shit about the story and how it fucking fit. Everything she wore yep. made sense in the goddamn <laughs> story, and so that's when I was just like, you know what, video games, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. So wait, I'm looking at our live stream right now. It's Somebody gave us a, a thumbs down. Like, what the fuck? Like, who? Who? Why are you up in here giving us a thumb down? Like, what the hell, I don't, man? I don't, the, people that give thumbs down these don't even comment. It's I don't. I don't pay yeah. attention to that, that kind of shit. 
Um, unless it's like some racist <laughs> bastard that actually comments. And then, yes, if you give me some racist shit, I will comment back. And I will shame you on the internet. Mm-hmm. For being a dumbass. Good. Yeah. I, I, I don't Rightly let those so. sorts of things go. Mm-mm. Um, should, we should get into some real life stuff for just a quick second. Not that I want to change the toad, but like, man, I mean, this Rittenhouse trial is certainly the talk of the town right now, and this this judge is acting an entire fucking ass. Have you guys seen any of this? What are your takes? What do you think? I mean, honestly, oh, uh, the fact that you know they, they couldn't call the the people that got killed by him victims, um. I'm like, what? I mean, they're 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 definitely victims. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand how they cannot be called victims. Like, he shot them and killed them, no matter what happened. Mm-hmm. Even if okay, if somebody threatened me with serious violence, if somebody tried to stab me and I killed them, even was justified, they'll be a victim of my violence, and I would have no problem with somebody saying that. Like, they were a victim of my violence, even if it was in self defense. I still killed that person. They were the victim. I was the aggressor at the point. You know, even though I was in, in self-defense. Like, I, this is why I wish I had, you know, stitches on. Maybe he could, like, clarify from a legal standpoint. Um, at least from a police standpoint, because police are limited in their legal understanding. But it's like, still, they, they're still a victim of, you know, somebody else. I, I don't understand why the fuck you would ch- change the name of that. Yeah, well, I'll be I'll be direct with this one. Seventeen-year-old black boy mm. goes across <laughs> state lines with an AR-15 or any firearm whatsoever into an active zone uh, where there is um, lawlessness, uh, angry, maybe even violent riots or protests, whatever you want to call them. I don't care. But you cross state lines as a minor to engage in it and ended up killing people. We're not, if that occurs, those exact same events, we're not having the same conversation. We're not, nope. they're, they're not raising millions of dollars. There's not all this victim nope. stuff. There's not a, that person would have been shot instantly in the fucking streets with that firearm on them. Like period mm-hmm. point blank. Like there's no two ways about it. Um, people are dead as a direct result of him and what he did and i don't have a lot of confidence that we're going to he's going to get convicted of murder even though he's yeah. a murderer and, and oh god I, so I was watching some of the the coverage of it and like uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher the, the whole terms whatever but so he was on the stand and they were questioning him and it, basically, the answer he was giving was like, "Dude, you're fucking basically admitting that you're guilty." So the the person was like, "Yeah." So the you had a gun to the person's chest and you fired and you murdered you murdered that person, right? And he's like, uh, "I can't de- deny or not deny that I I shot and that wounded a person to make them murder and stuff like that." I'm like, "Yo, man, you you fucking killed this person. Like, there's no." rhyme reason for it like you pull the trigger you know what the what's gonna happen with that gun go ahead Cronus. no i mean honestly i don't know why the defense had them even yeah had him take the stand i mean he has fifth amendment rights like yeah he could have just said no because it's so honestly i'm kind of glad that he took the stand because he's fucking what he did was totally unnecessary 
and yeah. he, he was wrong and he needs to be convicted of some sort of crime. But at the same time, it's like, why would the defense have him go on the stand when he could just say, I plead the fifth. Like, you don't need to take the stand. You don't yeah. need to do that. These are rights that you have as a citizen of the United States. But I'm also I'm fucking glad he took the stand. And, you know, he, he admitted to certain things. And it's like, and he, you know, sort of, he fake cried through some shit. And it's just like, bro, you don't even look <laughs> yeah. like you, so you actually cared about these people's lives. I'm just going to ask this. And I don't know, obviously, all the, the, the laws with this in various states. Because they vary from state to state. I get all of that. But as a 17-year-old... You can go into a gun store and buy a firearm in certain states. No, so hold on. <laughs> Not just a firearm. <laughs> Sorry, go This ahead, is go. the thing. Not just... I can speak from 100% experience. So no, um, actually no. In certain states, you probably can buy a firearm, but it, that doesn't matter. He had a rifle in a in most states besides California and a few other like liberal states. Um, you can carry a, a rifle and shoot a rifle as a minor. It's fine. And in states that are open carry, those same things apply in open carry states. You can carry around a rifle, you know, as in open carry states as a minor, and it's, and it's just fine. The most stringent gun laws in, in most states that are like liberal states are handguns and, mm -hmm. and or assault rifles. But there is no assault rifle. Assault rifle is a fucking a, kind of a triggering thing for most people because assault rifles don't really exist. They're fucking bullshit statements. And it, most people think that assault rifles are like they're automatic weapons. So I'll clarif clarify yeah. again: assault rifles are uh, a pistol grip for a rifle, uh, for a, comp a compensator on the tip of the barrel, um, a detachable magazine, and I always forget the goddamn last one. There was like the, the, the third thing. I shoulder? Is it shoulder butt? Or is something different? No, it's something different. But those three things—it's like they're things that most people don't even think about, like. The things that make the the firearm just easier to handle, it, it's, it's kind of dumb. It's nothing to do with automatic. So I want to clarify that shit. Just generally speaking, but yeah, he can, he should. I think they clarified it in the trial that he can legally carry a firearm where he was. It is odd that he went across state lines, um, to do so. But I think he's legally able to do so. It was his gun then. I think it like was. He... It doesn't even matter if it was his gun. I see. But let me, let me make sure I understand, though. You're saying, and, I, and again, I don't know this. I could try to look it up, but sometimes I get, you know, all distracted all by all the porn on Google. Um, <laughs> you're saying that at 17, you can legally purchase in no, some states. No, I'm saying that it doesn't matter if he purchased it or not. I don't think he even purchased it. He doesn't have to. Somebody can literally give him that gun. And he can still use it. Wow. So let me give the mm. okay. Let me give the actual personal experience. So my oldest daughter, who's 19 now, she technically well, I don't know if she still has the firearm, but she was given a 22 uh, caliber rifle when she was like fucking seven, maybe eight. She might have been six. Mm. I remember the story. Yeah, and I've seen videos of this. Yeah, <laughs> she shot with it all the time. It was fine. Like she, obviously, she didn't have a goddamn gun card. She didn't have a. She didn't register to have the firearm, but she lived in Michigan, and at, at the time she was in Michigan at the time, and she shot that gun all the time, and it was fine. I shot with her. Her uh, father, my father, my ex father in law, uh, helped her learn how to shoot. I helped her shoot as well, and yeah, you don't need to have like all this paperwork 
as a minor to have a firearm in certain states. But it's usually of the understanding that, you know, you're learning how to shoot with somebody else. Are you going hunting or something like that? Something like that. Not humans, but animals, you know. And that's why those those laws exist, is that it's to help people um, hunt and shit like that. It's not designed but, for killing people. But the one who's... At, uh, let me just be really even more practical, though. Go ahead. Even with that being the case, wouldn't you say that the overwhelming majority of times, just because of financial and economic reasons, it's the adult doing the purchasing of the firearm? Not the child. Yes, the adult. Yes, but I, mm -hmm. I haven't heard a story of, like where he literally bought the firearm. I, I thought that he got it from somebody else. Okay. But, but right. even still, even when it comes to purchasing firearms, it, it's state to state, and usually, yeah. like most states, it comes to if you're gonna Did... buy a firearm, you can't buy a, a handgun, but you can buy uh, a rifle because a rifle is for you know in the United States and actually most other countries, a rifle is considered. Uh, a more reasonable thing oh, to get hunting because, weapon or something like that. You can't hide it, and yeah. it's yeah. usually used for hunting. So yeah, and well, I think that most people. So this is the where the California effect comes in, because people in California they assume that every single firearm that is purchased is to kill people, but they forget oh, that no. firearms are usually used to like hunt things to like get your food. Well, well, well hold uh, on, for me, hold I think hold that. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there. Let, let's clarify though, because California's a big state, and you already know this. But coastal California versus rural yeah. California, <laughs> yeah. Worlds. yeah. But yeah. everybody on this podcast is not rural. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but but so, I, I, one we, is, but we know that there, there are there's plenty of hunting that goes on in California. Hunter, yeah, 100%, so yeah. one is interesting story with uh with Riot House story is Rittenhouse, like Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. How the fuck did he get there? Like, did, you, did he wait, did Uber? you combine Riot Games with Rittenhouse? Is that what? <laughs> I, I just, I just pet T's in his name when they're supposed to fucking D's or whatever. That's awesome. Keep but going. uh, I know I pet D's <laughs> instead of T's because Rittenhouse. But no, so uh, like, how, like, how did he cross state lines? Did he, did he Uber? Did he drive? Did his mom drop him off? Okay, Blue, come on, man. If you're 17 years old, you can go fucking anywhere you want in a car. If you have a driver's yeah, license. So you can go anywhere. Yeah, so want. I wasn't I wasn't sure how he crossed state lines be, just because everything kind of happened like kind of suddenly. So I wasn't sure because I heard stories that he like I don't know like he that, that he that his mom dropped him off or something like that. Like I heard different stories I, about so, how he got to different counties. Yeah, I heard that too. But at the same time, it is not in in the United States of America. It is not odd to cross any state line. But what it's, is it's odd not. is going out and trying to patrol the streets. Mm. with a firearm and to protect things that you don't own yeah i think in one of the well, one of the statement and, he and, had and, mentioned how and as he, a minor the reason why he yeah, yeah that's how he went there to protect the property of the storefronts and it wasn't like he was out there to protect life stuff like that he was out there to protect like that he said that in his in his statement or yeah, when they uh, okay hold on let, let, let's stop this he can say whatever the fuck he wants to say. The yeah. end result of his actions are people are dead. Correct? Yes. Yes. So, like... But, no, hold on. <laughs> so, even, even though you said that, Prodigy, there is one part that's going to stick with it. some people. Yeah. But some of it got kind of... But there, there's one fact that's it's going to be an issue with the law that's going to protect him. Is that... the? I think it's the first person he shot. 
pointed a gun at him first. And that that's an issue. Okay. And it, so uh, like if and I think one other guy had a Yeah, if somebody puts a gun at you, I, I guess well one guy had a skateboard. Well, the skateboard thing is not so I think it's after he shot, but the first I think it's the first yeah. person that you know, the first person he shot pointed a gun at him first. And with, within most states, probably all states, if somebody points a firearm at you, you are well within your rights to protect yourself. Yeah. I think the, the second guy had the skateboard, yeah. but I think, like, there was one guy who, that's what that's the guy who he shot point blank, because I think he murdered three people. But no, it, was, um, it was two. It was two and was three two. people got shot. Oh, okay. That's what it was. But I don't know. This one's this one's fucking hard. He's I feel like I feel like he's gonna get off on this one. This one doesn't this one doesn't seem that hard to me. Well, no. But no, I I get you, man. Like there needs to be consequences because obviously he went there like literally like it, it, this sets a dangerous precedent if you can literally go somewhere mm-hmm. and be like, I'm just gonna carry a gun around and if somebody fucks with me then I'm just gonna kill them. You know, it's like John Wayne that shit. Yeah, you can't like the, that should not be the way like we have unfortunately well, I can't even say that. We have we have police to deal with shit like that. You like you can't just go somewhere and protect property that's not yours for whatever reason that you feel that you have a need to do. It, like it doesn't make any goddamn any practical sense. And I think they do that, have insurance. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like if their shit burns down, okay, it burns down. Like it, it, you don't own it. It's not your shit. So right. like even me, like so. I'm not going to go somewhere. This is me as like somebody that can I can defend myself. I know how to shoot. I'm you know I'm a, I'm a marine, but I'm not going to go somewhere, you know, even with all the rights that I used to have and like look for trouble. Like are you I'm not going to make sure that you're doing the right thing that you're obeying all the law. And like no, that's not my fucking job. It's not my fucking job. And mm-hmm. for, like you're not you, you don't have qualified immunity, which shouldn't exist anyway. Whole long conversation. But you know you, that's not your job. Like that's what we. You, that's what you pay taxes for. You pay taxes for the state to protect property, or the owners of the property to have insurance. If they don't have insurance, then that's up to them. It's not up to you to go out there and be like super, fucking Superman or some goddamn vigilante and try to keep the peace. You, you didn't train to keep the peace. All you have is a fucking gun. How much you train on the gun? No idea. Do you have morals? No idea. You know, and this this is yeah. what it, this is what the the crux of the issue is that nobody asked this fucking asshole. And yes, I'm calling the the minor in this an asshole, which I rarely do. Um, to come out there and do fucking anything, he could have lived his life where he lived and been fine. And those other people that were there would have lived their life. And yeah, if, See, I don't care if the per- people that were that he killed had some criminal background. I don't give a fuck. Like. If they had criminal background, if they got out, they're still out. They they did their time, and they they did their thing. And people they don't. America is too focused on punishment. Seriously, we want to punish fucking everybody for any fucking minor thing, and we need to stop that shit. See, when I when I was a kid, even before like I got hooked onto Batman, there was Darkwing Duck, and I was like, oh, I, I want to be a fucking superhero, and I want to read my my city of crime and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that because I can fucking die. <laughs> like I knew as a as a kid that like you know I want I want to be a hero, but I can't be because there's consequences for my action. And like 
he just didn't have that mentality when he crossed state line with a fucking weapon to try to protect somebody else's property who probably don't even give a shit about him. It's like, you know what? I, I own this business. It's insured. Let them fucking burn it down. I'll just collect the money. Like, And I, I'm just going to be crystal clear. I'm not giving any benefit of the fucking doubt about, oh, I was trying to protect prop. I'm not giving any benefit of the doubt that that's, you know, those, those that was exactly what was in his heart and in his head. I'm not, I'm not willing to go there yet. I'm really not. All I'm going to go by is the actions that resulted in two people dying and three people getting shot. I agree. Yeah. You know, him, him, his motivations and all that for all I know and all I am concerned about, he could be a, suspected white supremacist he could be a suspected you know wannabe vigilante he could be he could be whatever the fuck it is but he didn't need to be there three people got shot out off of his gun and two people are no longer on the planet one thing we also got to talk about is that like this motherfucker killed two fucking people Walked over to the police, the SWAT team, yep. hands up in the air with a fucking weapon around his goddamn neck, and and was able to go home. Like, well, just well, don't don't forget, don't forget one other quick important fact about that because it's all on video. While mm. that was going on, people are screaming their fucking heads off, saying, "Yes, he shot two people. What are you doing, letting him go? He's the one yes. that shot two people." And he just strolled on by like it was a fucking Wednesday, Saturday, or some shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it. So honestly, let it. If it was somebody that was black in the same situation, mm. yeah, he'd have been, if not shot immediately on sight, he'd have been at least mm, arrested. Mm. Like the 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 best thing that would have happened is that he'd have been arrested violently. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the best. Yeah, and that's the best situation. If not shot on sight. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens with this trial. I don't have any expectations that this is going to end in a what I would think is justified or even a harsh by any objective measure sentencing. I just don't believe it. We'll see what happens. The other so, one that's going on is the Aubrey case as well, which also seems like there's a lot of shenanigans going on there. And that, and that was just as ugly because the guy was, you know, black man just jogging literally. And, oh, and yeah. just gets killed, and uh, you have the DA trying to cover it up, and all this other bullshit going on with it. But uh, or, or trying to blame him for being a jogger, you know. It's it's crazy because like this is literally proof. Not it's not. I want to say it's proof of um fucking white whatever, but like it it fucking it's almost is this this guy was literally. Mind his business, going out for a jog. You got some good old boys who are like, hey, what you doing? And like, our property was raided and stuff like that. And like, when that incident happened, also we got fucking video footage of a construction site and had like some guy like going through it, going through there. It's like, oh, that's him. Like, that's the guy who, um, who they end up, end up shooting or whatever. And it's like, are you serious? Like, this kid was just fucking jogging down the street, minding his own goddamn business. And we have some good old boys that got out of the car and they said, like, he threatened them, and that's the reason why they shot them. But then we have this other situation where a kid crossed state lines to help protect somebody's property, 
end up shooting two people and winning the third. It's like it's almost I don't want to say they're almost they're identical, but like the storylines, it's very like they're they're similar. There's something there's something there, and like literally how the judge or how they play out will have an impact on how I don't know how life is going forward. To be honest, I mean, I mean at least to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's some deep shit. It's some very deep shit that's going on right now. Yeah, it, well, here's the thing: you should not be able to get away uh, with killing people. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not a, that's not a controversial statement at all. Mm-mm. We'll see what happens in both cases, but it just seems like um, in these situations, there's not the same type of energy depending on who's doing the shooting that's that's just what what it is so you know it it pisses me off quite a bit i i i have to like dip my toe into like the the news a little bit then i just back out i'm like you know what let me just see what happens when it's all said and done and all the smoke clears but yeah but there's also like there's also like the insurrection shit too that's that's going down it's like yeah motherfuckers not going to jail for shit that was caught on fucking video of you breaking into the goddamn Capitol building. So a whole bunch of like shit. people that did it are definitely going to jail. A whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. There's been yes. over like 600 arrests and a lot of them are going to jail. Yes. But uh, the thing is, the problem is, is that there's people that literally facilitated these issues that are going to take a lot more time to... Uh, sort through, and there's a lot of high-level officials that are they need to be sorted through, and like you need to have a way tighter case than like an average civilian that were not that were not on site. You're absolutely right. Hundreds have been have been found. There are still some at large, though. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There's yeah. still some at large. All, uh, they need yeah. to capture them and toss them motherfuckers in jail too. I mean, yeah, you, you know exactly. what I mean. I mean, like lately, I've been, you know, I, I don't like the the prison industrial complex. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't appreciate like what it's been doing to like a lot of people, but these people broke some very serious fucking laws that, you know, when, when it comes to like somebody smoking a little bit of weed and going to jail and somebody like literally destroying parts of a, a federal building to stop a, a process that we all voted on. Those are way different sorts of crimes. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't understand why this is even a conversation. Like, motherfucker, you're literally a treasonous asshole. This, this, this would have been like 100 years ago. You'd have been, you know, put to death immediately. <laughs> you'd have been literally yep. killed. Been hung. <laughs> and I don't know yeah. why people are like, yeah. oh, well, we need to be so gentle about these these people. You know, they didn't know what they were doing. No. Or they didn't, they weren't really doing blah, blah, blah. But fuck that shit. 100 years ago, they'd have you're, hung them. They, they'd have been hung or shot. Adult. Yeah, but they don't understand. Yeah. They don't get it. You know, it's like there needs to be like legit consequences for shit like this. Yeah, I get the the whole argument of we need to overthrow a tyrannical governments. Blah 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 blah. But who the fuck is a government tyrannical to at this point in time? <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Fucking dude. Who's a, it's nice. Yeah. Not every single person that was doing the fucking insurrection thing was it tyrannical towards them. How how did it affect their lifestyle? No. You know. Not at all. Besides their actions that they called upon themselves. Yeah. Like it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. You know. Kind of. You know, kind of severe. Kind of. I'm sure my mic fucking just dropped. <laughs> um, kind of taking a political look on things. 
Yeah, it's it's I I'll loosen it a little bit. I just just I it eats some um some gas station dick pills yeah, to keep it, needs it up. Some fucking Viagra. Fucking yeah. Viagra. <laughs> yeah. Uh but no, so I wanted to talk a little bit on uh so to talk about a little bit of political controversy shit. Uh did you guys watch the uh, Colin Kaepernick black and white thing yes. on um uh, on Netflix? Oh yes. I don't we I don't think we talked about it next week, last week, uh but uh what's your guys have, have you watched it yet, Cron- uh Prodigy? I've seen the first three maybe four and so so far so good i'm going a little bit slower only because now yeah. like some of my family members want to watch with me and so you know i gotta like wait for these slow pokes but yeah i'm i'm enjoying it so far go ahead guys yeah so i at the first like scene oh hold on so ryan some double click i i, I love uh, but- the scene because i Y'all know me long enough, obviously. Prodigy has known me for my entire fucking... Oh, most of my life, because I was born before him. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit before him. But y'all know me, like, I was I was a legit athlete in, through, like, the, the vast majority of my life. Uh, especially in, like, junior high. Like, even through, like, elementary school. Like, I broke records for, like, running and shit like that. Um, I, I got I went to junior high. I got to high school. I broke records for the 40-yard uh, dash. I broke my brother's record, which is hilarious. And every fucking year since I was in junior high, I was asked and pressured into going into into uh, football, but I didn't want to do it because of literally the issues that are in the very first episode of <laughs> Colin Black and White, and I think it's called In Black and White or something like that. It's because it, it seemed like super fucking like slave tradey ish to me. Mm. Like people want to know mm. how fast I could go, how far I could jump. How long my fucking wingspan is, even though that fucking arms, my arm span, not wingspan. You know, it, it was really fucking weird to me that people were like so invested in like what my physical body could do at that age and not interested in like what my mind can do. You know, they, they didn't get fucked about any of that shit. They just wanted to know like how I could like make them like money. And I was like, yeah. at a young age, like I was like, this is fucking weird as shit. So I'm not, do- I'm not going to do any of that stuff. And also, I didn't give a fuck about school when I was, uh, ever since like the first grade, like I didn't give a fuck about school. And he literally laid out in a way that I could, I can't, he visualizes my literal issues at a young age on video of like showing like the actual, some, the, the similarities between like the slave trade and Mm -hmm. football, like actually like when you like the, the, the combine in football, it, there was legit fucking parallels that people don't get. And that most people that don't understand it, that are not athletes. Then they're just like, Oh, well you get paid a bunch of money, but you also sell a party. You're selling your fucking self to get that money. Your fucking body. Yeah. You're selling your body to get, it's, to get this it's money. prostitution. Yeah. And, and they don't, they don't <laughs> get way. it. You know, they're just like, Oh, we get paid so much money, but it's like also the, the, the thing that you're selling Look at, like, the, the CTE, you know, the when it comes to, like, tra- traumatic brain injuries. Like, the, the NFL covered that shit up for fucking decades. For decades. Because they didn't give a goddamn fuck about people's brains. And, like, over... I think it's, like, 75% mm-hmm. of the NFL are black athletes. You know? And they, they didn't give a fuck about any of that shit. They, they didn't care about, like, their, their well-being, you know, during or after the after their career in the NFL. They just cover, they still it cover a bunch of shit. Yeah, but yeah. to me, as a, a young age, it just it just never made sense to me. Like, why am I gonna put my body on the line 
my mind is way more important. And, my, and I knew, even at a young age, that running into somebody at, you know, going full speed for me, a well, full speed for me is fucking fast. And if somebody's bigger than me and I'm running full speed, fast as fuck, there's no way that I'm not going to have some sort of injury off that shit. No fucking way. Multiple times. And yep. they don't explain that shit to you when you're, when you're playing football. They don't. And I, I don't oh, want to... I don't want to be like I don't know, I'm not a big sports fan, but like it. I want to say it's almost kind of barbaric the way like a lot of players like their attitude, like oh, they want to go out there and like kill the motherfucker and not kill them fast stuff like that. But then again, you're playing a fucking sport. Like you want to be the best athlete you yeah. can, and you want to knock a motherfucker out basically. But it still takes you back to that barbaric kind of attitude. But it, I don't. What's your what's your what's, what do you have in your prodigy? Yeah, so I'm going to go a little bit different direction, even though I agree with you guys on uh, everything having to do with the football aspect. But the part that was striking for me was about his hair. And oh, yeah, dude, that's... He took <laughs> that's so it. much... Well, he took so much influence from um, you know, one of my favorite players. Yeah, one of my favorite players in the late 90s, early 2000s, which was Allen Iverson. And they just talked... He talked about very honestly, and it was 20 years ago, so some young people may not even get this, but yeah, the entire NBA changed because this man, who was the MVP of the league and one of the most popular players, uh, had long, you know long cornrows and you know got his hair braided, and that like that look that was influenced by hip hop and everything uh, was deemed as dangerous, as rebellious, thuggish. as thuggish, and all this other stuff. And so all of the kids uh, imitating Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. We're also uh, cast under that broad brush. And then I just remember being, you know, young and seeing, you know, someone with uh, either cornrows or braids or dreads or whatever. Same um, here, man. And they would get stigmatized. You know what I mean? You're already going to be stigmatized as a black male, you know, black male teenager, of course. But that aspect of it was really, really striking to me. And I thought they did a great job, Ava DuVernay. Uh, and Colin and whatnot of just kind of expressing you're young, you're, you feel invincible, you, you know, you feel like you look really, really good with, with your hairstyle. And because the mainstream, even your, you know, adopted parents or whatever, don't like black hair or, you know, especially longer black hair. Um, mm-hmm. They made new rules on the baseball team for you to cut it. They, you know, gave you a hard time in other aspects of, of, of school life, all because of your hairstyle. Meanwhile, you know, plenty of non-black boys, you know, shit with long hair or different other <laughs> hairstyles didn't encounter any of that. And so that's one of the things that really struck out with me at the, in the first couple of uh, episodes. Well, kind of kind of piggyback on what you said, like, it, it was a long time that I thought, like, you know, having cornrows, having dreads, like, not having your hair short, I would look at that as, like, okay, that's not, that's not, that's not professional. Like, I have family members that would have their hair that way, I'm like, dude, like, you're not going to get a fucking job and stuff like that. And it's like, like, why did I think that way? And it's mainly just because fucking media told me that's how it was. Like, you know, you're black, your hair's nappy, you're not going to get a fucking job. You got to keep your shit short, clean shave, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's actually a so the company I work for, <laughs> and one of our uh, uh, our ethnic training things that we did, there's 
there's a, a black guy talking to a white guy and it's it's fucking intriguing how the conversation goes down i'm like holy shit like they really have this on there but uh yeah i mean it's media has a really big impact on how we all think and like you know seeing so, so like for example we talked about um the harder they fall like everybody hair on there was like pretty fucking natural and they all seem fucking cool and i think that's what we need we need to see that black folks hair our hair black folks hair is probably the best hair that you could have because that shit is a fucking canvas you can do whatever the fuck you can straighten your hair you can your hair can be straight as a white person hair your shit can be fucking curly you can fucking put that shit in all kind of different ways. Like, I think people put their hair up like fucking Goku from fucking Dragon Ball. Like, black folks' hair is so moldable. Like, there's so much fucking shit you can do with black people's hair. You can... It's it's almost endless. Like, I remember when I went to Japan. So, last a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how I went to Japan. I was in Japan, and I got my hair... Like, I like my hair is, like, super curly, whatever, right? Not, I, I wasn't drunk at this time. Sorry, but no, so... I got my hair straightened in Japan. I got a uh, a Brazilian blowout. a Brazilian blowout. Yeah, I got a Brazilian blowout in Japan. <laughs> it's so fucking random. A black guy in Japan got a Brazilian blowout. So, and uh, <laughs> Japanese guy was like, "Yo, man, I don't think this is gonna fucking work. Like, I never done it before on a black guy's hair. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen." I'm like, "Well, just just do it. If I don't like it, you can just fucking cut it. I didn't care at the moment. Like, I was just out there experiencing the culture." And the guy did my hair. This was probably like a good three, maybe, um, it was probably close to three hours job. And my shit was luscious. Like I was, I was so glowing in. My hair was fucking straight as hell. Soft as fuck. I didn't get the fucking, uh, the Malcolm X fucking scalp burn or anything. Like my shit was on point. Like it shit was, uh, my hair was fucking luscious. And the guy was like, he's like, holy shit, this fucking worked. Like he was. <laughs> Super fucking. I'm pretty sure this guy is probably making millions of dollars right now in Japan doing black folks hair. Man. Black people, I love you. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, the guy was super concerned about it, but, like, um, yeah, like, black folks are, man, we can do so much fucking shit with hair. Like, my son now, like, he's a mix of uh, black and Mexican, and, like, his shit's just super fucking curly. Like, it's, it's up there with, like, Shirley Temple-type curly, but, like, you know, black folks, our hair is just it's, a, it's adaptable. That's what I gotta say. Like, if we want our hair to be a certain way, it will. It can be that way. Like, I think the person who invented the relaxer was a black woman, and she was like the first black millionaire. Madam C.J. Walker. Yeah. Yes. But, but there we go. It's been like co-opted by a bunch of like yeah. white people. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna unedit myself for a, a few minutes here. Is that a lot of the the black hair hair care industry has been co-opted by white people that don't understand how black hair actually works and mm -hmm. when it comes to like relaxers and perms and shit like that like there's been um a legit concern about like what chemicals are in these things and like there's yep. there's been uh, a measurable influence on like black hair care products and cancer when it comes to like relaxers like back in the day and like people just want to ignore that shit it's like we're literally killing ourselves to look more presentable to white people Mm. And uh, let me rewind just a little bit. About that hot comb. Because Sorry. I, I, I want to. I'm, I'm embarrassed, but I, I will be truthful in my embarrassment. Because my stepsister, I'm not gonna say her, her name, but I'll maybe I'll 
link this part of the podcast to her. It, she posted some, she posted a link about this is years ago before I understood things about you know black women being you know the the black women's hair being scrutinized in in at work, and I was like, well, if you keep it nice and neat, you know, you be you know you be fine. Like what the fuck? Like I keep my hair nice and neat, but my hair nice and neat is look at my hair. I mean, my hair is nice and neat, and it's fucking gone. This is my nice and neat. This is <laughs> you're all bald. And then, like, years, years later, I thought about my comment that I made on that. And it's it, it was a, honestly, today me, it's a disgusting comment that I made to say that, you know, yeah, have your hair nice and neat. But what the fuck does nice and neat mean? Like, exactly. it really means that it's acceptable towards white people. Mm-hmm. And, and then I had to remember in my mind, like, why did I start cutting my hair, like, so short? Remember, I got out of the Marine Corps and then... I I started growing a fro, but every morning I had to get up and what I had to do, pick my fro and make it look nice and pre- pre- presentable. But who the fuck does it make it nice and pre- presentable for? It's for fucking white people. You know, like if it was around like black folks, I hate I I could I could have probably come in the office with semi messy hair. It'd have been fine. It'd have been fine. But at the mean, meantime, the same time where I would get up in the morning and like literally pick my fro out, my my mini fro, out to get to work. For you know minutes or sometimes you know more than like tens of minutes to like get it presentable, these motherfuckers were just coming to work. Their hair just like looking how they wanted, messy as fuck. <laughs> I remember there was a there was a manager that was there. He smelled so his hygiene was so bad when he walked into a oh, room. God. I could fucking smell his rankness. And when like <laughs> it was disgusting. And like when somebody would talk to be like, oh well that's just the way he is because he used to live in Europe, and he's trying to do the European thing. I was like, he smells fucking gross. Like, I don't want him anywhere around me. Like, it's, it's literally disgusting the way this guy smells. Now, I'm not exaggerating. He smells like fucking death. Because he put on no deodorant. I have no I have no idea what he normally showered or bath, bathe or whatever. But he just smelled fucking gross. But it was totally acceptable for this dude to literally funk up an entire fucking room or office. But, for, but me to go every morning to make my hair more presentable in the guy was white. Um, for me to make my hair more presentable for white people, but at the same time, this guy could smell disgusting as fuck at the same job, and he didn't have his hair fucking done either. Did he spend time on his hair in the morning? No, the fuck he didn't. And what did I do? I cut my hair. I was like, you know, it's just too much fucking work. Mean- meanwhile, this guy, who did literally no work on his hygiene, no work on his hair, he's a director, or I think he's a VP or a director, something like that. And he was fine. He's a highly paid guy. Everybody accepted him. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there in shame, cutting my hair, thinking that, you know, I can't have my hair messy. And this is, like, the the real plight of black people. More, uh, I think it's more a plight of black women. Because for me to shave my head, it's it, it's fine. Oh, yeah. But for uh-huh. a black woman to cut their hair, it's a it's a huge deal. It's like, you, well, as when we cut our hair, we're literally um, removing part of our culture from our bodies. And as an older guy, as a um, as a martial artist, I have some more excuse because I don't want somebody to grab my hair. I have obviously I have a beard, but if somebody can grab my hair, my beard, they're in front of me, so I can I can get to them. But, but from behind me, if I have long hair, that's an issue. But when it comes to like just generally growing your hair, you're cutting off part of your culture. And it took me a long time, like literally, I think it was like this is twenty twenty one last year. Fucking last year, when I was 40 years old, as a grown-ass fucking <laughs> Same man, here. To understand that shit. 
that I'm literally doing things to be more pleasing to white people. It, you, you, you see it in um, a lot of those uh, schools for Native Americans in yeah. like North America and mm-hmm. on reservations here in America and whatnot too. Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm talking about Canada and 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 in continental America, um, where you would take these quote unquote native children, and, or or they would call them a lot of derogatory names, but native children, Savages. yeah, <laughs> and the shaving of their you know long hair that had cultural significance or some of the the jewelry or things that they would have over their face or what things that had cultural significance were just completely stripped away. And it was part of colonialism. It was part of, you know, uh, white supremacy and part of a whole lot of other things. And here we are in 2021 and everybody thinks that stuff is so distant, which it really isn't. But you have remnants of that. And and getting back to this Colin series, um, you, you it, it kind of encapsulated all of that really, really well in yeah. just here's some really great athlete that idolizes a basketball player who seems cool and, you know, has uh, cornrows. And it's like, oh, you know, I want to do my hair like that. And his friend is already doing his hair like that. And he was still the same, still the same athlete, still the same student and everything. A smart kid, really good athlete. Mm-hmm. Nothing but fucking changed. Just because his hair was a different style based based on, you know, liking this basketball player, Allen Iverson. Coaches didn't like him. Coaches wanted him to cut his hair. His, you know, adopted parents were like, you know, you're spending too much time focused on your hair, and that's brain. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Like, it's a brain drain or some shit. Making up yeah. all these other nonsense rules just because a teenager, who's again, teenagers aren't supposed to be professional. They're not professional in anything. You know, they're super influenced by stuff. This is the problem that you know, as as an athlete, when I was at, the, I'm still an athlete, but at that age, especially as like a young athlete they treat you as an adult and it's just like you're not a i, yeah. I wasn't a, an adult like stop like putting these things on me as if i had all my faculties with me you know as, yeah. as if i had like an actual um legitimate like opinion on things so that's why i remove myself from the whole situation it's just like you guys you're, you're treating me like this but also you want to steal from me because that's literally yeah. what they're doing. They're stealing from my talent. That's what they want to do is, is literally steal from my talent to make money. And it's fucking disgusting. Yep. And then when, when well, you bring up, like, it, if, when you bring up, it's like, it's like, it's like a slave thing. Like, oh, well, you're going to get paid money. No, motherfucker. Like, I'm like, it's it's an empty promise. Like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But 100%, if if I get injured doing this thing, my coach yeah, will still one get injury. Especially mm-hmm. in college. Look. Let's be really, really clear. Less than one percent of one percent of one yeah. percent become professional athletes. Yeah, yeah, like, 100%. thank you. It it it's extremely rare. So when you talk about oh millions of dollars, millions of dollars, that's like <laughs> nobody, almost nobody plays professional football, professional basketball, professional anything from an athletic standpoint. Um, so high school, college, you know. Uh, even the minor leagues for baseball and basketball, you don't get paid much, if if any. You know what I mean? And so you you got to just keep all of that in mind. And at the same time, again, your brain hasn't fully formed. And so yeah. you wanting to look cool with, you know, a different hairstyle, it doesn't hurt anything. 
it doesn't change the fact nope. that you know you did well on your SATs, or it doesn't change the fact that you know you're able to uh, you know uh, run a forty yard dash really well or speak or words correctly. <laughs> and and the other thing I, I found fascinating, and I love this just from a sports junkie standpoint, was um, they talked about quarterbacks and yeah. just how yep. that yeah. position has been. Mm over stigmatized with just blatant anti-black athlete you know yeah you got to lead to 70 percent black and then at the same time even if you are doing a vastly superior job in practice and on the jv team or the freshman team or whatever if you don't look like the quote-unquote prototype white quarterback you may not be able to play that position despite being better and and I feel like that was a very like important no, point. Five black quarterbacks. Yeah, well, even even before we talk about like the black quarterbacks, when I was like watching it with with K-Mac, you know, my, my, my partner who's white, um, Caucasian, whatever you want to say, female. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's female. <laughs> we well, got to throw that out there nowadays because. Oh, when I say partner, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing about saying partner because I'm not married. Because when I say partner, people think I'm gay. I'm just like no, like I. That's weird to me. Is like people assume that I'm gay. Like if I say partner. But it's like, yeah, my partner is a female. <laughs> so, anyway, I was like, I paused it and I was like, I can guarantee you what they're going to say about him as a quarterback. Right. <laughs> they're going to say yeah. that he um, is not, he doesn't command the field. They, they're going to basically yep. make comments on his intelligence. Doesn't command the field. He doesn't understand, like, what's going on. You know what I mean? They're going to make all these, like, nebulous comments about basically everything that comes down to his intelligence. And like literally, I'm pausing. That's literally what they did, because that that's what happens to every single NFL quarterback that's black today. They still will make comments like these super racist comments on their intelligence. And so my yes. only my my honest issue with um, Colin Kaepernick as a quarterback, um, black, white, whatever, was that he was a running quarterback. And I was like, as a running yeah. quarterback, he will never win a Super Bowl. I was like, he needs the. And when people are like, well, what the fuck? Like, you know, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, listen. Did he win some? Steve, no, he didn't. Steve Young was also a running quarterback when he was younger. And when he learned mm. how to actually, when he took time and actually, you know, uh, got to stand in the pocket and throw the ball, that's when he became a great quarterback. You know what I mean? But it has nothing to do with, like, ethnicities. But, you know, if you're, if you're running as a quarterback, it also has to do with, like, having a good line. Like, if you have a fucking shitty line, it doesn't matter if you're fucking Joe Montana. Like, or, you know, Brett Favre or fucking the other asshole from the Patriots, whatever his name is. I'm just saying. If you have a shitty line, it doesn't really matter how good you are as a quarterback if you have to constantly run. You know what I mean? So there, there's a combination of things. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's usually they they insult the black quarterback's intelligence. And it goes back to, like, Warren Moon, even before Warren Moon. You know, just insulting his general intelligence. So I'm like, this shit isn't hard to understand. If, if the fucking fans can understand, uh, you know, formations and shit like that, how do you think that a person that that's literally paid to do that job, that he can't understand it? Like, come on. Yeah. Well, Go ahead. kind of one interesting about the whole entire series, like, it was... Like watching it, like being a person of color, like you, you knew what the fuck was going to happen. But some of the stuff I felt was a little over dramatized. Yeah. But then again, it's yeah. like it's 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 different for every fucking folks. Like everybody's story is a, a little different here and there. But like the, the one story I, the one take I loved, 
<laughs> when I first saw the scene, I was like, oh shit, I gotta talk about this shit on a fucking podcast. So it's when uh Colin uh went to pick up his prom date. <laughs> and not prom it wasn't prom, it was like homecoming or something like that. It wasn't yeah, it some was super formal thing. Yeah. But the home yeah, it was homecoming. And uh he was picking up his black girlfriend and uh <laughs> he went to a black family. It's shout out to um if you ever watch Friday, homegirl that played Craig's girlfriend, she's she plays uh, the auntie. I thought was it. She looks familiar. She plays auntie. Yeah. Yeah, she plays she plays auntie. She's like, Oh, honey, you need to come in here and have some of this food. That's like I actually I look I was like, She looks married. That's homegirl. That's Craig's girlfriend for fucking Friday. And so I looked it up, it it's it's fucking her. But uh yeah, so there's a scene where like, Oh, you want some food, honey? And they're like he's like, Oh yeah, I want some food. So he's like making a plate and he's like, Oh, you um he's like you want some pie? He's like, Oh, I love pumpkin pie or he's like, I love pumpkin pie. Yeah. And like <laughs> four people in the in the room was like, <laughs> Honey, what? <laughs> yeah. And like this is this is sweet potato pie. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> but no, that that was my favorite scene in the entire series. But like overall, like just to see we we got to see him like go from like he grew up in and he so he grew up with white parents. So he had the the ideology that like, you know, how things happened for his parents come would trickle down to him. And we learned that that's not the case. Like, you know, there's like the scene where he gets his where he's driving with his parents. His dad drives the same fucking road every fucking time. He drives it, gets fucking pulled over and get and like he gets a warning for speeding. Then like there's times where he's in a hotel where it's like, you know, hey, like you can't have a second scoop of ice cream. And he's like, well, this other kid did. And the other kid goes like, well, I have my second. I'm going to go for my third and fourth. And you thought this kid who who's on his team was like, hey, man, I'll get your ice cream and I'll bring one over to you. He's like, well, fuck you, dude. I'm going to get my third and fourth ice cream. But there's like a scene where like we have like a woman that's like, I mean, growing up as a kid, like, I mean, even 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 to this day, even with the sweetness, I talk about this. Like, it's hard for me to walk around a store, and I can't like pick something up, and like I don't know, like put it into like some kind of. If it's not a shopping cart that the cameras can see, like I have, like I have worry about it. Like, you know, they're gonna think I'm stealing this and blah blah. Where the sweetness is like, oh, I'm gonna put this in my bag real quick because I'm paying for it later. She, it's. It's 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 weird. Like it's hard for people to understand. Like you know, being a person of color, even to this day, going to places and not worrying about like somebody following you, watching to see what you're what you're doing, what you're watch what you what you're looking at. It's the stigma is still fucking there. Even even though we're in our forties, like the stigma is still there. Even though like as a kid, like I was like, okay, this is whatever. It's not this is going to change and blah blah. We have this situation going on. The feeling is still there. It's just that you know you don't have that that little Asian lady watching you from the corner. It's it's that camera or some shit watching you. But overall, with the Colin Nick Cop, Colin Kaepernick story, it was fun to watch. Some scenes were over dramatic, 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 over dramatized, dramatized. Sure. Yeah. But then again, once it came to the black girl that he dated, like. I, it's once again it, it kind of touched on that base like how like even like even like the black kid was like oh she's too black for you and this and that even the parents were like oh you know you shouldn't date her like this we got this pretty little white girl that you can date and stuff like that it's like 
This girl looked like fucking. She was like a young Janet Jackson, which was like back in our days. She was the fucking sculpture of being fucking fine. Walked down the car looking a, like Freddie Jackson. Sorry. Yeah, right. No, but <laughs> this girl, she looked. She looked like Janet Jackson from the car time she got out of the car to the time blah blah. blah. But like, it's weird how times have changed on the state of beauty and. I just, I don't know. The show really touched on a bunch of little those little topics. Yeah, you, you know what's crazy is that when they were driving in, um, like going to to games, I was like, I've been on that freeway they were on before. I'm pretty sure it was the 138, and it's like one of the most dangerous freeways to drive in America. <laughs> like, it's only because like, so there's a friend of mine actually from the Marine Corps. Friend is her name is April, and she lived in uh in Palmdale. I went to a few parties that are that were in Palmdale. And one of them was like a dope. Anyway, the party doesn't fucking matter. The uh, the highway that we went on, there was like all these signs of like lawyers hate like 138 or people hate 138 or some shit like that. And I was like, why did, why are all these signs about this dangerous ass highway? And then as I was driving, I was like, oh, it's because like sometimes it goes up and down, and people will try to pass on the down, and then they will get hit on the way up. And they weren't like super deep, but it was just like you know, just the the natural formation of the land. Yeah. And people just like they would get high or drunk or whatever, and just drive fast as fuck on these things, and just like pass on a double yellow and try to come around and then get hit by a car on the the incoming lane. All yeah. bad. And that like literally, as I was watching, I was like, I've been on these fucking freeways before. It should. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I need to finish that one off. I'm. I'm impressed by it so far. Uh, I'm watching it with my son, uh, which is really interesting because, you know, obviously he's of that age where he's, uh, you know, wanting to dress how he wants to dress a little bit more and, you know, have his hair how he wants to have his hair. And so interesting all the way around. Interesting. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm glad we talked yeah. about the, episode, the, the, the series. Because it has very mixed or negative reviews on uh, from most oh, people, shit. and it's just like, you know, I, I understand that some of it's sort of campy, some of it is probably some em- embellishment, but there's a lot of shit that is 100% like legit, and that yeah. people just, <laughs> yeah, just overlook for the sake of uh, contrarianism, like really, and it's just like, man, if you haven't lived that life, if you haven't seen like those hungry eyes um as you like seeing you as like literally a body and not like a person like that's like you don't you don't get it you know one one quick thing so uh when kaepernick got his hair braided for the first time he got the cornrows <laughs> like when he was like oh shit is this supposed to hurt i'm like oh that that baby's tender headed <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and as sweet as was like what the hell does that mean i'm like oh shit how do i explain this yeah. <laughs> basically it hurts when he gets his hair braided. Like there's some people who can take it, but if you're trying to hit it, like you you can't fucking take that shit. Well, <laughs> like uh, that shit's on a whole different level. So let me uh, keep. So obviously I was thinking the tender headed thing too, but obviously his 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 scalp was actually everybody fucking headed. Like, no, no, no. I mean I've had my hair put up yeah, he, yeah. before, and it's like I, I I had somebody did it way too tight, and my my head my scalp started bleeding. And there's things you can do to mm-hmm. like kind of like yes. help with that. You can <laughs> you know moisturize your scalp, blah blah blah. But if nobody explains that to you. You're definitely gonna have fucking nope. <laughs> shit. But even beyond that, it's that there are some people that they don't care that your skin is getting pulled so tight. It's like you don't have to do it that tight. This is actually yeah. one of the positives 
with having uh, a less melanated partner doing uh, my definitely melanated daughter's hair is that she listens to her when she says, this hurts. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Black families are like, shut fuck. up. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if she says it hurts, like, it hurts. And yeah, there are sometimes as a parent where kids say, like, you know, something hurts and maybe it doesn't hurt. But there's times where, like, if you're doing their hair and you're, like, pulling it, if you're pulling it too hard, like, if they say it hurts, why are you going to keep pulling hard? Like, no. just do it a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't understand. Like, you, you know, I think that that also leads into some some definite hair um, psychological issues with, with uh, kids with African hair. Is that you when you're trying to get yeah. these hairstyles in and you're, like, your first experience is somebody pulling hard as fuck on all your follicles in your hair and your scalp literally is, is damaged and it hurts. Like, why would you want to do that again? Like, seriously, yeah. like, why would you want to do that again? And so we're, we're trying to give, you know, our youngest daughter, like the most positive experience with her hair. So I want her to love yeah. her hair. I don't want to ever straighten her hair. Like, I want her to love the well, way like- that her hair is. And we, we do only African styles with her hair. And, and so we and we tell her like, hey, your hair is beautiful. Like, how do you want to do it? What you want? When she says like, oh, I want my hair like, uh, like from Frozen or something like that. Like we, we adapt. When I say we, when it comes to hairstyles like that, it's hundred percent. My partner came back. She comes up with a style that is African style that looks like that style. We don't straighten That's her great. hair to look like that style. And I think that's more appropriate for, for kids. So she has like that actual um, conscious thing of like her hair. That's the way it is. And, yeah. you know, and I think that uh, that's cool. people need to like understand that. Like have you leave um, room for your kids to love themselves in their bodies the way that they are. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good message. That's a very definitely good, good. message. Let, guys, uh, it's getting a little late though. Should we wrap it? Is this yeah. like the least amount of subjects we ever, probably ever talked about on a podcast? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! It's like only a couple. So I guess uh, Devil Tank, you got an easy job. <laughs> shout out to that dude. Cause shout out to that guy for for constantly every epi- every week he uh, was able to pick the time stamp for episodes and you know he he takes up funny so extra point of points for that dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm make, I'm he hasn't thrown a chair at you yet, Blue. Yeah. Well, I, um, and it's funny is that, you know, we were all friends, like me, Blue, and him, and a couple yeah. of friends. We're, like, really close together. That's good shit. So, That's good shit, yeah, man. Yeah. All right, Blue, what you got populating this week, goddammit? Shit, man. Um, I'm looking – so, actually, I posted up this – so, I had a friend post up this uh, Facebook thing where it's, like, you know – the last couple of, the couple of years have been kind of crazy with the pandemic and stuff like that. Like, you know – Send me a Christmas card and send me your favorite fucking recipe. Like that's that's all that's all that you need to do. Send me a, a cool little family family Christmas card and recipe your favorite food recipe to me so I can add that to my recipe repertoire whatever not. And it's like a it's like an exchange thing which I think is kind of cool. So I actually posted on my Facebook too. So I'm not gonna give out my secret to my sweet potato pie, but I have some other cool. We, we got it though. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, you guys got a version of it. But no, but, I, uh, I, but 100%, hold on, before you finish your story, I, I need to get at least one or two, like two or maybe three of your sweet potato pies before Thanksgiving. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's about that time I start whipping them up. And plus, I got the little, I got a little Sebi J. I gotta introduce them to to those. I mean, eat this kid. Go ahead. I mean, this kid I, loves I, sweet potatoes, so. I fucked up a, a, a couple of years where I tried to ask you, and you were just like, "Yeah, you got shit." So I'm like, "All right, I'm asking." You now. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, the demand was insane. Like, holy shit! Like, you think fucking uh, trying to order a PS5 was hard to get? Like, last year was rough. Now it's I'm just fucking pushing, but uh. No, but overall, I just think that's a cool idea. Like, you know, just a bunch of friends swiping, like, your favorite recipe. Like, I have a friend that's like, you know, I got this cool bean casserole recipe. Um, I got a few other friends that just hit me up with some cool recipe. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. Like, I want to try, because there's stuff you can find on the internet. But they're just like that that craft, that thing that you were like, because I know, like, for example, like, uh, Cronus had this, like, pulled pork thing that he used to do for ethnic food night, which was fucking... Like everything every, every, on that shit, and I just kind of ran. Like, I can put like, booze in this. Like, I can put booze in this. So I was like, all right, cool. No, my, so sorry. My, my favorite thing about telling you the recipe was do whatever you want. Just put whatever you like. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, like I remember Cronus. Like I, I, I went over to Cronus' place one time, and he had like he was just fucking just shredding the fucking pork. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? I was like, this is for FSU night. It was that that shit was probably like the best part of FSU night. Like that was a signature dish. That ethnic food night. Ethnic food night is coming back next year. Hell yeah! 100%. Oh yeah! So. I don't care where we all are. But, oh, let's, let's just we gotta do it. We gotta bring it back. I, I miss like having all so, friends over and like being together and like eating. And choking motherfuckers out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, choking motherfuckers out. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, then uh, fucking Cake Man. Like the reason why Cake Man name is Cake Man is because he had that fucking Midori fucking cake yeah. and like if. Like, he had, the guy had to literally bring two fucking cakes. He had to hide his second one because the first one would just fucking get devoured by, um. Anybody. What's her name? No, no, it wasn't anybody, but it was, um. Grace. Grace, Grace would destroy the fuck out of the cake. But, uh. But no, like, I just think this whole thing is kind of cool because lately, the sweetest time I've been trying to save money, so we're, tr- we're cooking more at home and stuff like that. And we're, we're introducing Sebi to different kind of foods. Uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> and my, I just heard my dog run outside, but uh, a little Sebi is gonna be turning eight months soon, which is fucking ridiculous. He's like three quarters of the way to being one fucking years old, but like this kid, goddamn, like he's like he's saying "dada" and "mama," and it's like he's not saying it to like get our attention, but he's like the words are coming out of his fucking mouth. I'm like, yo, man, like holy shit, just chill. But, but uh, um, no, don't. No, he's you like, know. you can't. You gotta read the uh, the absorbent mind by Maria Montessori. Oh yeah, yeah. Just keep talking. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. It was so, so like like, like, like Carlos mentioned, mentioned like Montessori. Like like, like I'm, I'm literally talking to back to him. I'm using the word whatever words he says. I say it back to him. Um, he's not using any kind of like baby toys. Like he's using like. I mean, he for for like eating, he's using like a spoon and fork, and he's got like a glass. But it's like he's not using like a sippy cup or anything like that. He's using like a full fucking adult glass to drink water out of. He's he's not eating. He doesn't have like he. We'll give him pr- like parade food for like daycare stuff like that. But when he's at home, he's eating like solid foods. Like he 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 only has two teeth, and this little kid is fucking chewing. Like he'll sit there, take a bite of something, and sit there and chew it. And like swallow it. Like he's there's been um like we have like a first aid kit on on set, like in case he's choking, so we can like get like some him from choking. But he's like 
Are you, you choking, choking or something? something? He'll like, <clears throat> and, and spit that shit back out. Like the kid, <laughs> he fucking knows, which is like mind blowing. Like he'll like we'll worry. Like he'll take a big chunk of something and chew on it, and if it's too big for him. He'll spit it out. He won't like try to swallow it. He'll just fucking spit it out. Like, like, I can't do this shit. And then he'll grab it and put it back in his mouth so he can get like swallowed by Honestly, but like, with all the education that I've been learning recently, I think uh, uh, it's almost like I, I almost want another, another kid just to like see <laughs> how much better I could do with another kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I have so much more knowledge now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so crazy. So when I'm, I actually went to school for to become a teacher, and like one of the curriculars that I took was for Montessori, and like the, the shit that you learned in there is like holy shit! Like kids are just little fucking adults. They don't yeah. they don't need this fucking like baby shit. They don't need like teaspoons and like small shit like that. Like our son right now, he has a full size bed, but it's on the floor, and it's it's that way. So like you know, if he if he if he crawls out of the bed, like, he just will end up on the floor, but, like, future, like, as he's more developing life, he gets understanding about his own environment, so if he want to get out of bed, he can just crawl out of the bed and just play with the toys, and he learns that, like, you know, this is my world, and when mommy and daddy comes, like, I know that, okay, it's time for me to interact with the rest of the world, but this environment here is my world. It, the, it, it was crazy because the whole monastery thing was developed for underprivileged kids for like the ghettos like it's like for people who are poor but like if you try to find like a daycare that is monastery it's like it's super fucking expensive which is ridiculous yeah honestly i'm trying to find a different i might try to list to try to find a different money because you know riley's in a montessori school but it's like it's the american style of montessori so i'm gonna talk to Mac. i'm like i don't because she doesn't she like she used to like it but there's things they're doing in the school where she doesn't like, and I'm just like, this is not the real Montessori thing. So maybe I'll try to find like a different Montessori school for her to go to that's like more towards the Montessori, like legit curriculum. It's, it's uh, actually kind of cool. Um, a friend of ours, but I'm gonna apparently she went to a Montessori school before she started to go to middle school, which I think is kind of cool. But um. Uh, what else I gotta do the, this weekend? Uh, I don't know. That's about it. Uh, I know following weekend I'm going to another party. It might be our second party without the little one, but I don't know. Life is different with a kid. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh no! Uh, next week, uh, the company I work for it's uh, mandatory for us to start going back into the office, which is kind of mandatory. Holy shit! They they say mandatory, but my manager was like. Yo, man, you can you can work from home like a couple of days a week, but you know, just just make an appearance. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> but it's like, and it's it's sad too because like two days ago, somebody tested positive for COVID, and it's like, yeah, bro, I don't know if I'll be in the office, but uh, I'll, I'll swipe my badge and then go back home. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. What you got going on? What you got? Yeah, um, honestly, I'm. I had a really fun night last night with talking to my fellow Marines for the Marine Corps birthday. I uh, I learned a lot. I got to meet some new people. I literally kept uh, the video chat open for like probably 16 hours. I wasn't good. on for those 16 hours, but I, I should have recorded it because there was like part of it because I had to like make dinner and like hang out with the kid, hang out with the kid, and, and, and came back for a little bit, for a couple hours. But I wish I recorded to see what happened like after. Because it was like the prime time is when I had to go. 
it was like at like I think it was like six to like eight I had to like you know do fatherly duties and it was cool but we still had a really good conversation um and I don't know talking to Papa Bear he has like this whole business plan on how to hopefully end homelessness and he's you know taking input from me because like we were talking about it and he's like what are your you know major concerns about you know homelessness and like how because it's like for, for us it's like a, it's a it's a thing because he used to be homeless you know before he joined the marine corps and he really wants to to do this i'm like hey man i'm gonna help you and however, whatever way i can and he sent me the business plan I, I haven't got a chance to read the whole thing yet but we've talked about it i'm like you know i'm, I'm in like let's do this shit so hopefully we can do some we can make the the planet better for people like if anything I mean, like just just that small thing of just like helping somebody to suffer less it will be a huge accomplishment in my life so but then i mean to be honest like you know we got some big time people out there who went from like from zero to like 100 real quick like you know um the creator of the harry potter franchise like she talked about how she was homeless even um i mean he's his franchise is horrible but uh tyler perry like he went from being homeless to being like a big time director so to see somebody to go from one caliber to another so that's I mean, two people out of what seven million people those are, those, <laughs> are those are terrible odds I'm just they're, they're terrible odds but it i guess it, it can be done yeah i mean it can be done if but it's still it. horrible <laughs> yeah it's just a terrible odds i think that most people we talk about even the american dream everybody's just like oh you know what oh, got yeah. the american dream blah 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 but like listen the vast majority if not i, I would say the vast majority probably like 95 percent of the billionaires in america had a head start mm. they had a head yeah, start i mean true. look at if you look at jeff bezos he got a three hundred thousand dollar fucking loan from uh somebody in his family his mom uh bill <laughs> gates was you know his his family was already wealthy uh the berkshire guy um Buffett, yeah zuck same thing they all they all had head starts so for you for people to sit there as like a normal person where your parents are normal people they're not rich to be there like yeah i'm gonna do the american dream it's like all of them that you're looking up to they already had a head start you didn't yep so if you want to keep trying to do it, yeah, you definitely keep trying, but just recognize that it's not the fact that, you know, oh, they did, it was just all through hard work. It wasn't fucking hard yeah. work. They started at, yeah. you know, if you're looking at a football field, they started at the fucking, the two yard line and you're starting at the <laughs> 102 yard line. Like, yeah. yeah. Good luck catching up. Well, like the other thing that really always strikes me with the whole hard work thing is it you're kind of implying in a very fucked up subtle way that someone who picks grapes or strawberries isn't a hard worker yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard like it's way easier yeah. for somebody that's been that's been living a life of luxury like bill gates is literally the perfect example actually yeah bill gates is probably the perfect example he's never he's never been in poverty ever and yes he has altruistic you know me, you know he tries to do certain altruistic things that are might be questionable if you're in QAnon. I, I, I don't know, but still, he definitely had a leg up on all of us. He Did the guy ever do manual labor in his life? No, he didn't at all. Neither did all of his friends. Neither did, you know, most of these billionaires. They never worked a hard day in their life. Their hard day is figuring out how to do, how to make more money from a comfortable spot. 
Understand that. Yeah. You know, they, they, yeah. they didn't they didn't live in a world where, you know, where's my next meal going to come from? You know. Well, and and not to get on my soapbox either, but the other thing is yes, it's wonderful to have money. I I get all of that. But at the same time, it 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 really isn't the end all be all of everything. You know, yeah. your family, your health, you know, what type of person you are, you know what I mean? Your legacy and what you instill in your kids. I mean, these things are, you know, they, they sound all touchy-feely or whatever, but they're really fucking important and foundational, yeah. you know? Is it, is it okay if, like, you know what, fuck you kids, like, you're not getting my, like, their inheritance is, like, I think they're getting, like, 100000 or some shit like that. They're not getting his fortune or some shit like I, that, I, right? sir, I'll, I'll believe that when he dies. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah I, sure. and I believe that yeah. when, his, when his his kids are already living a lavish lifestyle, so I, yep. I, I don't yeah. believe any of that bullshit. Like, when, when my, both my parents are dead. Uh, for my dad, I got literally fifty thousand dollars. My mom, I didn't get shit. So, yeah. like, these are the things that we're talking about when it comes to like generational wealth that I don't have access to, and most black people don't have access to. So, yep. and, and it's an issue and, that people and, are just like, well, why don't you just try harder? It's not about fucking trying harder. It's about wealth was stolen from people that look like me, and it keeps just rolling down the fucking hill. Yeah. And it's even sad because some of the... God, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but, like, you know, we have family... Black folks, we have family members that would try to steal that money. Like, any if somebody comes up, there's always that family or member or something like that they're trying to keep that money from everybody else. Like, they just... It's crap mentality. It, which is, I get that, but... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's fucking sad. It's 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 very fucking. But it's sad. also and like like know, I, I spend it on both sides of my family. It just if you used to, it's the it's the issue with scarcity and abundance, which that's a whole different. And I'm fucking stop. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah <laughs> let's I, get out I'm, here. I'm, I'm gonna be all right. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, for for me, and I'm I'm gonna be really brief. Um, I'm maybe one of the few uh one piece weaves that maybe ah. is kind of okay with this live action it looks like they at least got nami and luffy right um we'll see if they if they uh they do this live action one series correct i don't have high expectations that it's going to be really good but at least oda sensei has given his official sense of approval or uh, stamp of approval we'll fucking see I'm hoping that we turn the corner and more live-action anime anime adaptations are good. We'll see. Um, and all, other than that, man, I'm going to finish up Arcane and this Colin series and just try to get as caught up as I can. I even want to try Why the Last Man and all of that stuff, man. So um, I hope we get a, a full cast on next week. Oh, and then I'm really looking forward to... Uh, hopefully seeing Kronos in a couple weeks. Yes, right? I'll definitely be there on site. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm looking Can forward it, to it. I'm gonna do a yeah, bunch of. The, I'm, I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see Papa Bear for the first time ever. We've never actually met in person. Oh shit! <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see him. Is he in SoCal, right? Yeah. He, he, well, he, he lives in uh, uh, Yucca Valley, which is kind of far. We're gonna oh, be. Okay. We're gonna try to meet halfway between okay. like you know Chula Vista and, and Yucca Valley because that's like the fucking high desert. So I'm not. I'm not trying nice. to drive that far, but we'll mm -hmm. meet halfway, have some drinks. Yeah. Should we have him on the main podcast? Like, would he bring any, like, I guess, uh, how's his dirt credit? It, it's legit. Or is it more like... 100% legit. This, this dude, so when you look, when we do a podcast and you look in his background, it's all fucking Lego. 
Yeah, yeah I was gonna say like he's he's always in the chat room, so yeah. maybe you should we should have him as a guest yeah, one day. We could, like a... we could definitely have him on because like it, beyond like the Lego stuff, he literally teaches Marines. Nerd ah, shit. I love Legos. Like That's he, so, McSess is literally like the communication schools um, for the Marine Corps, and he teaches basically like just a bunch of computer shit to people, and he, he oversees oh all and he's trying to change it. So yeah, he his nerd cred is you know, is beyond reproach. <laughs> I haven't. I actually haven't taken a picture of Lego Batman in fucking a couple of years now. So this is, if you if you, I have an Instagram account for this called the Lego or Lego Batman. Yeah. No, it's not Lego Batman. It's uh, Teddy Batman Adventures. There we go. There you go. Yeah. All right. And I haven't. Wow. This is actually so fun fact. This is actually my second Lego Batman. The first one, it got faded. Oh. I didn't lose it. No, he started getting faded from the from the pictures and shit I was taking. Was was he drunk? He got faded? <laughs> yeah, he, no, he got high. I was taking pictures in Oakland. He was like, "Oh shit, I'm not going back." <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check us out. Check us out on all the interwebs: Amazon, Stitcher FM, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever the fuck you find B the BTI and all that good shit. Um, like the back time infinity, baby. Yeah, man, we 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 back up in here. Everybody enjoy your goddamn November. Uh, but remember to nut. Don't do that no nut. Oh. Not all up in her. What, what's disturbing to me is that people that are, that have uh, a significant other, they're like, I'm going to do no nut in November. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> I guess you want to make them angry and not fuck you anymore. Like, what, what is wrong you're with the, you? Like, bust your nuts. Your, your decision affects more than just one person. Yeah. Use the ball, though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could do that. <laughs> All right, peace. Got it.